Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Good morning, everybody. Well, happy, happy, happy uh, Fox Football Saturday, the first Saturday in October to all across the nation. We're the fellas. I'm Anthony Gargano. And here's Big Lincoln Kennedy. We come to you live from the Geico. Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Big Link. <laughs> hey. What's happening, Kevin? Well, we got baseball. We got baseball. What's happening. Yeah. It's, the first Octo- it's the first Saturday in October for a big day of college football. But look, I've spent all week just riveted to baseball, Big Link. Well, you, why not? I mean, you know, for what it's worth, I think it is a sham. But the wild card games are actually interesting and fun to watch. You know? Yeah, they, I mean, I think they should be serious. But no, no, there's no doubt about it. But I'm, I'm just saying, at least they were decent games for the most part. You know, yeah, they I mean? were. They, they, they were good. And then, you know, for it, it, it seems a little bit. Um, I guess what is what's the word I'm looking for? It, it, it seems it doesn't have a lot of inspiration these first couple of games because like I watched a Milwaukee game yesterday and it was good for a couple of innings and then you know Colorado kind of lost it you know sort of the, and their guys weren't hitting you expected I expected to see a lot of hitting from the Rockies especially yeah, that game was one nothing in yeah. the eighth inning yeah 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 so 
you know, I, I understand the purists out there that like, you know, good defense, good pitching and all that other stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm just one of those. I, I want to see, you know, I'm like, I'm like the ladies, the chicks take a long ball. So do I, I want to see some home runs. So they like that one that's stand in, you know, in the <laughs> first one, man, my goodness. Go ahead. I hear you. No, I, I loved it. I, I thought it was a great day yesterday of baseball. We had four games yesterday. Uh, all the favorites win. All the home teams win yesterday. Right, and uh, it was it was starts with Verlander, Link, uh-huh, uh-huh. and the Strohs, the uh, defending champions. Man, he was sensational. I mean, that Indians team's legit. Like right. I love that Indians team. I love that lineup, and they were uh, the Verlander. Whew, he can just be nasty. Man. Oh man, it that is. was some nasty stuff. That was and and that you know that when Verlander came out and did what he did. It just reminded me, you know, it's lonely at the top, but the Houston Astros, they were the world champs for last year for a reason. Yeah. And and they might have been, you know, I haven't paid a whole lot of attention to baseball this season, but they might have gone through it a little bit quiet, uh, if you will, the whole season. And now they're, you know, they put themselves into it. But what they did to, to Kluber and those Indians, ooh, my goodness. it's Yeah, and look, they started off early, right? Bregman yeah. home run. Yeah. And then Springer and Altuve and yeah. four nothing in the fifth inning, the uh, the tribe comes back to make it four two, but then uh, then the seventh happens yeah. and they and they tag on uh, two more and that's the ball game right there. So that's the first game of the day. The second day of the game, the second day, uh, second game of the day, Link is uh, what you referenced, Milwaukee, Colorado, and I, I think you're right. And everybody expected. That to be an offensive series. You yes, know, that's what I was looking at on paper. I just thought Rockies you got and Milwaukee. Brewers, you got, yeah. yeah, you know Milwaukee's a team that can that can pound the ball, yeah. and obviously so are the Rockies, particularly when they go home. And look, it was Chase Seen against Anderson. Yeah, and if there's ever going to be some offense, you thought it was going to be against those two it, pitchers. Yeah, and yeah, but you know what? There, the problem is Chase Seen pitched well. He escaped some wildness, but he pitched well. And again, they. That Milwaukee bullpen, it's game over. If you have, and that's why I think they they can come out of the National League because as good as the Dodgers are, if they have a lead, they're unstoppable because of their bullpen. Because they come at you, they got Soria and and of course Josh Hader and Jeffries, and you know they they can just. They can just end the game early. Their starters don't have to go deep, Link. Yeah, yeah. And you talk about the strategy that goes into, uh, you know, what the, what these managers are doing, especially the mid the mid game uh, strategy with the pictures pitcher rotations. It is very impressive. Yeah, I mean, you know, their closure goes two innings yesterday. Yeah, yeah, Hater yeah, only yeah. gets the gets the one out. I mean, they're 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 nasty. And look, they haven't even hit yet. No, really, right, right. They, they, you know they they had a little mini rally to get they get uh, three in the eighth, but look, I mean they, they've done that. They've completely shut down the Rockies. Yeah, completely shut down the Rockies. And then of course last night it was Red Sox and Yankees, and it was wild early. Sale looked good early. Oh my gosh! Right, his stuff. Oh man, the way that bottom would fall out of that ball when it was like you looked like it was curling right over to the plate, and it just dropped. I mean, it was unbelievable. I was watching it from the airport, and and, and before they didn't have it on the plane, but I was watching it from the airport, and he had some just wicked stuff in the first in the first couple of innings. It was yeah, I mean nine eight strikeouts. Yeah, he goes five in the third, and it was interesting because 
Jay Happ had pitched really well against the Red Sox this year. Yeah. And Jay Happ owned the Sox uh, career-wise. Right. And, man, first inning, they jump mm. all, all over him. Yep. Martinez, who has been, you know, the the to me, the, he was the signing of the offseason. Oh, man, the difference maker. Right. Yeah, and he changer. has been all year long. Yep. He hits the three-run homer to get it all started. They're up 5 nothing. Yeah. And then they have to hold on. It gets dicey. Aaron Judge lead off homer in the ninth to make it 5-4. But did you see Stanton? He <laughs> takes three straight pitch. Yeah. The second pitch was a cookie. Right. That he that he took for a strike, and then he get, then they get him on a, on a on a curveball that's that just drops out and, and freezes him. Yeah. It's crazy. But it, it was Kimbrel. Kimbrel had him right after when he took that o the the o one fastball down the middle, that four seamer. I was I was shocked, and then you know then he strikes out and then voids out strikes out and the Red Sox hold on to win game one. It's been well, you know what? It's a great time of year. You know, hockey started when I landed in LA. I think the Kings were playing the Sharks. I saw that on the TV. I watched the end of the Dodger game. I mean, those. So it, it, it's it's a great time of year. We talked about it. October is a great month. Be a yeah, it's, it's it's the best. The Dodgers, the Dodgers were uh, are dominant. Right. The Dodgers just are just in another class with the yeah. Braves. Kershaw. Yeah. Was ridiculous oh, last night. Man. You talked about. It. You mentioned him at the start. Yeah, Clayton Kershaw, man, eight innings, only three strikeouts, but he was economic with his pitches. Man, right. he only threw eighty-five right. pitches, eight innings of shutout ball, just two hits. He gives up a leadoff double to Acuna, and then that's it. Other than a, than a an infield hit. Yeah, the rest of the way, man. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, it gave me, you know, reassurance that what an ace is supposed to look like. I mean, it doesn't always have to be the K's up there when you talk about, but you talk about a true ace, as you met, mentioned, managing himself for all those innings. You don't see a lot of that in these days. You don't see yeah. a lot of pitchers going distance because they the way the managers are t- treating them with ball counts and all this other stuff. But he was a true ace last night. Matty Ward hits the big home run. Yeah, and that gets it started. Look, I I don't know how I don't know how they, they <laughs> I don't know how the Bra- Braves just can't compete against. No, I, I, I the same thing. Yeah, yeah. And I was wondering. I I'll be honest with you. I was curious if Atlanta could give them a series, right. Dodgers a series, because they're the kind of team that like they come out of nowhere. They have a good lineup, a little feisty. They're, they're yep. sne- you're right. Yeah. It's sneaky pitching, and the Dodgers just have dominated. It, it, there were there were I mean points last night where right. The, the Braves just had no prayer to play against yeah. Kershaw. Yeah, agree. So that's what it looks like now. Um, Braves up, excuse me, Dodgers up 2 nothing in this series. Uh, Red Sox take the first game. Brewers up 2-0. And, uh, the, and the Astros take the first two games. We got uh, game two of both the American League series tonight. Uh, t- today and tonight, yeah, uh, yeah. Cleveland, Houston, and uh, the first game, four thirty Eastern, uh, one thirty Pacific, and New York and the uh, the Yanks and Sox, eight fifteen Eastern, five fifteen Pacific. So that's your baseball plus. We'll come back. We're gonna get you set up for football, buddy. Uh-huh. But yeah. first, I got one thing. Oh boy. Yeah, I got one thing. Just one. Uh-huh. Thing. 
Something freaked me out last night. And I and I'm curious. Did you were you able to watch much of the because you were on a plane, right? You yeah. did, did you watch much of the Red Sox Yankees game? I watched the first two to three innings, I think it was. Three okay, innings. So you did. Yeah. Two uh, mm-hmm. Did you did you happen to see something strange in the stands? Uh no. Was it the LA jersey? No. No, there was a, there was a, a blonde who was like a comatose blonde. In the in the Red Sox game? Oh, I didn't see that one. I missed that. Yeah, one. and okay. and and she was she was to the right of home plate, oh, really? the third base side. Uh-huh. And next to her was a guy with a hoodie. Really? And he he had like a mask. It was either a mask or somehow the network was blocking out his face. I didn't even see that. I didn't even see that. It it freaked me out. There's been some strange happenings behind the home plate these days. There, there's no doubt about it. I'll, I'll share the one that I saw from the Brewer, the Brewers. Uh, game. Yeah, d- yeah. D- 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 please do that. Yeah, d- d- I I don't know if the, we'll find out if, yeah. if any of the guys saw it. Right, but it freaked me out. Ooh, okay. Yeah, it was it was bizarre. Wow. I'll I'll send you. I got a video of it. I'll send it to you. Okay. That's how freaked out I was. <laughs> And then we'll get you set for football. Yeah, you got a little Raider duty this week. Got man. a little Raider. Got a little Pac-12 duty today too. So yeah. Oh, nice. Who we got today? Well, during the the Pac-12 game day uh, broadcast from the Rose Bowl, so the, the, the Washington's playing UCLA, uh, and got a couple couple good games. Interesting lineup: ASU, Colorado, a few of them interesting. That's right, Washington, UCLA, man. Yeah. That's oh. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That is big time. From the Rose All right, Bowl, we got we got you covered. Lots of football. We'll get back to the baseball. And, yes, uh, maybe even a little basketball and hockey as well. We're the fellas. We're just kicking off your Fox Football Saturday. Great news. There's a quick way that you can save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more car insurance. Visit GEICO.com today. Hey, we are the fellas. He's Anthony Gargano. I'm Lincoln Kennedy. We are getting you ready for a nice sports Saturday if you're a sports fan. It's all good. So, cuz, you know, I saw the video of the I don't even know what it was. It looks like the guys were in a fencing mask or something like that. It's kinda it's kind of freaky. I didn't notice that one. I didn't see that one. Um All right, so this dude was freaking me out. I sent link the video. <laughs> if you if anybody do me a favor, right? Like if anybody saw this cause, like if anybody noticed this dude and has an idea of what or who the guy was, please let me know. Because it's it's freaking me out. The guy was to the the third base side of home plate next to this blonde. He's got a hood on and, like Link said, a, a fencing type of mask. He looked like Jason. Yeah. Like, he looked like it, it was Halloween. Like, free, it was. It was creepy. creepy. It, 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 Triple M, did you see it? I did. It looked like E.T. was sitting in the front row. It, it freaked yes. me out. It looked like E.T. was sitting in the front row. I mean, it was crazy. <laughs> it, I was like, ah, I couldn't stop. I couldn't concentrate on the game. I kept watching this dude. Oh my god! The things that things that people do behind home plate. Like I was, I was saying that there was. Um, I was watching the the Brewer game because the umpire KD is a good friend of mine. We smoke cigars together. He used to live in Phoenix. Um, uh, and he was doing. I was so proud to see him behind home plate. And 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 then to the left of him. There was this blonde lady had short blonde hair, and there was this guy. I think he was wearing a 
I think he was wearing an Elway jersey or something. He 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 stood out. But the the reason why it was the lady stood out, short blonde, is every time she wanted the Brewers to do something, you know, like get a strikeout or hit a big hit a hit a deep ball, she would put her hands together. Remember, I dream of Jeannie, the way Jeannie blinked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her magic. She would do that every time on for every pitch, and it caught my eyes like. Wow, really? You think you think you have control over it? And so she kept doing that forever. <laughs> and that's one that's one stood out in the Milwaukee. Oh game my God! Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I mean, you're right. This one just just got me. Uh, you know, I was Sam, our fine sound engineer. I was Sam. Did Did you see the video uh, of the the ghoulish uh, patron yeah. there? I just saw it. I just did saw you, it. Did you You didn't watch the game live. Uh, no, I didn't catch that one, okay. but uh, that is, uh, it's creepy. I don't know what, what the deal with that person is. It looked like maybe they had like a creepy. mosquito <laughs> mosquito net over their face. Yeah, I don't I, know. I, like, I don't understand. I, I don't, Gotta stay Fig, warm you, out there. Yeah, I don't know. Fig, did you watch it? Did, were you distracted by it? Did you see it? I honestly did not see it, to be honest with you. I missed that. You, you didn't watch I the game? I missed that part. I watched the game. I was in and out. I was doing a lot at once. I was working as the game was on. You kind of so. lose your eye while I am, the Fig. I'm watching the game. And like all of a sudden, I can't stop looking at this thing. So then I started to wonder. So I was getting my friends involved. I'm like, "Yo, you see this? What's going on?" Then I started to wonder: Was that Tom Brady at the game? Brady, like Tom Brady didn't want to be seen, so he had the hoodie <laughs> and the fencing mask on. Then the bigger, well, the bigger question: Who's the blonde he was sitting next to? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> Because it wasn't what? Giselle. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, but I don't even know if she was with them. Well, hey, they were close enough. You know, it's guilty yeah. by association. <laughs> Could it have been Brady? Was it the GOAT? The kid Mr. 500 TD passes <laughs> says, I want to go see the, the, the Sox Yankees. He's big time, man. He's got a couple boxes probably for himself now. Wow. And this is creepy. Yeah, Link just sent it to me. Yeah. Um, like the man without a face. <laughs> yes! what is, what's going on? Wow, that is really creepy. See, first I thought I was wondering: is is the network buzzing the guy's face out? <laughs> because it looked like if hey, they look, I'm Tom Brady. I'm going to sit in the front row behind home plate, but I don't want to be seen. So, could you block my face out? No. Yeah, <laughs> it's the invisible like, I don't man. Know. Yeah, well, it was somebody. Yeah, it like was somebody. it was somebody. It was somebody of somebody. Is there? I don't know. I I didn't. I I wasn't. I should have followed along on Twitter. Yeah. If there is, if anybody knows of this man, of this ghoulish figure, were you sitting next to him in a game? Did you? I need to. I need to know what the deal is. It's driving me nuts. <laughs> Are there theories? Eight seven seven nine nine on Fox. By the way, is how you reach us. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. If you have theories, you or find ideas. this man. Because it's freaking me out, man. It's, it's freaking me out, man. <laughs> it's freaking me out. Like, you have no idea. It's freaking me out. That I'm time still of year. freaked out by it. It's that time of it year. is. I love October. Yeah. I do. I love it. I love October. I love October for one reason. All the sports collide. That's right. It's the great collision of all the sports. My favorite month of the year, October. Is it? Yes. Nice month. Love it. I'm and I'm a Halloween fan, so yeah. I'll be honest with you. There you go. I do. I dig. What are you dressing up as? What are you? What are you? What are you going to? I dress up every year. What, what are you going to do? Tell what are you me do, to do? I don't know. Whatever I don't the kids. Know. I I let the kids choose my costume. Right. Okay. 
So whatever they want, I, I last year I was a uh, some sort of dinosaur figure, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. something. I had some crazy mask on, some dinosaur that the the, the the big one wanted me to wear. So I whatever they like. But today, Lincoln is a big day of college football, uh-huh. and uh, just just to get you up a little bit, it, it's going to be fun because there's some really good early games. Obviously, Texas Oklahoma Red River rivalry. Yeah, and I'm I'm curious because Texas plays some good football, man. Surprising, so I didn't think Texas added in them, uh, especially when you the way they started against Maryland. But since then, they have played some good football in Oklahoma. For what it's worth, with all the talent they have, and of course they have some injuries issues as well, but for all the talent that they have, it seems like Oklahoma has a ne- terrible knack of letting people hang around or just make things interesting at times. They're not as lights out as you would think they would be. So uh, this could get very interesting. And we've seen how things have bounced to the underdog or the other side, if you will, many a times, uh, in, especially in this series. Yeah. Look, you, you know, we all saw Army and Army hang around, push Oklahoma to overtime. Yeah, yeah. So Iowa State hung around on them. Even UCLA early hung around. Yeah, Baylor yeah. for up until the fourth quarter yes, yeah. was, was in the game against Oklahoma. So I'm curious to see if Texas could, could play. I, I'm, I have my doubts, but I'm curious to see if Texas can, can hang with them. Well, of course. Yeah, I mean, I, I think right now to this point, the most impressive win is the win over TCU, right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, and, and you look at them, they're having a four-game a four win streak since they dropped that one to Maryland. They're hot. Uh, do they have enough to, to stay with them for four quarters? That's that's a big guess. It's a big question. The uh, There's some there's some good games today, though. Uh, again, Texas and Oklahoma, we talked about LSU and Florida. Number five, LSU. I still think that's too high for him against the 22nd ranked Florida Gators. I, I, I'm having trouble reading this game. Florida and LSU? Yeah. Well, Florida has a hard time getting their offense started sometimes, and you know LSU has their issues with scoring, so expect a low-scoring game. If that if that's the case, then it definitely favors the, the, the Tigers. You think so? Absolutely. You think it favors the, the if it if it if it's a low scoring game? I mean, it's it, it's a big if. It, which team's going to show up? Because I, I I like LSU's defense, but you know their offense has some time, some trouble hard time hard time getting things. Well, started. I mean, and, get, and look, Florida's offense is no joke. Right. Is, is is no juggernaut either? Right, I right, mean, true. That's you know, what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. They, I, I'm 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 curious because I, all those quick passes. They're not going to work against. That's not going to work against LSU. No, I think LSU. They, 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 their D backs are up yeah, tight yeah, yeah. on the receivers. That I'm not sold on Florida's offensive line and whether or not they can handle. That's to me is a difference maker for LSU. Yeah, I yeah. think you and I you and I kind of see that the same way. Miami, Florida State is always a fun one. Canes, see if Florida Florida State's just a mess right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, Florida State's struggling. I, I think Miami. I think Miami mainly for for the fact that it's that in-state rivalry that takes so dear. I think I think we'll see a, a good game out of Miami today. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I think you're right. Auburn, Mississippi State tonight, another good game. Mm-hmm. Are you waiting for Auburn to really kind of flex? I was thinking sooner or later they're going to have to find a way to separate themselves before they get ready for the big game against Alabama. Right. I mean, because you know, as dominant as Alabama looks. 
you're trying to figure out who can possibly challenge them. Who's going to make things interesting out of the West? I and, and you know people. They've been unimpressive. Right? I, I look. They beat Washington right. to start the season, which was a good win. Right. And Washington came back in the game, lest we forget. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. They came back a little bit, but Washington had their problems in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Three trips down there, and I think they only came away with nine points. So they lose to LSU at home, and 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 a, a game that went back and forth. They beat Arkansas. Arkansas yeah. is not very good, and uh, they, uh, they they against Southern Miss they eke out a win. Mm-hmm. Their their offense is is like sleepy in the game. Yeah, and now you got to go play Mississippi State. I don't know. I'm curious to see what what they're all about. All right, well let's let's do this. Let, let's uh let's take a, a quick TO. Let's invite Fig in. Fig, you excited about your Dodgers? Yeah, looking pretty good so far, huh? Got off to a bit of a bad start this season, finished on a bit of a hot streak. Clayton Kershaw, not playoff Kershaw, actually p- pitching well for once in a postseason. So hopefully he can keep it up uh for <laughs> once and uh doing his he thing. Was, so he was nasty. He was electric. How about but how about it? It was interesting was it wasn't like he was striking everybody out. He he used his pitches really economically. He was around. Yes. He didn't miss. Like he was in one of those grooves where everything was over the plate. Like he threw strikes and strikes and strikes. And he's really had to change the way he's pitched this year. He's really lost a lot of velocity. Even that last strikeout that he got to end the eighth inning was eighty-seven miles an hour. I mean, for a guy that was consistently hitting 93, 94 uh, in his prime. So he's really he's a different kind of pitcher at this point in his career, and he realizes that. And to your point, he only had three strikeouts uh, yeah. in the game, but doesn't mean he was any less dominant against that lineup. So pretty impressive. And their best pitcher hasn't even pitched yet. That's their uh, young kid, Walker Bueller, who's going to pitch yeah. on Sunday to try, yeah, to try to uh, try to uh, finish the sweep. So we'll see what happens there. Bueller. Yeah, Bra- Bueller. Brazier tells yes. Bueller. <laughs> <laughs> The uh, the Braves are toast. Yeah, I think the Indians come back on the uh, on the Strohs. Man, Houston is tough. Man, Houston yeah. is really tough. I mean, he's about a pitching staff with Verlander. They added Garrett Cole this offseason, and he's came in and he's been dominant for them too to go along with. No, nah, he's been great. So I mean, mm-hmm. to go along with that offense, four more home runs. Like, yeah. picked up right where they left off in the World Series last year. I'll tell you one thing, though. Your Dodgers better watch out. Brew crew. Mm-hmm. Brew crew. Because that bullpen, you better have a lead or, the game, or a ball game no against doubt. that bullpen. No doubt. Should be an epic series. They're up 2 nothing too, so it looks like we're on a collision course for Milwaukee and L.A. So we'll see, see what happens. See, the, the, are you with – one last gripe. Yeah. Are you with me here, Fig? These series should be seven games. Yeah, I think it takes a little bit of the the upset factor out of it, but most of, I think the majority of the time the better team ends up winning in about four games anyway. The majority of the time, every now and then you but the the you have a greater chance of an upset. It was like this in the NBA back in the day too, when you had the first round being yes. five games, but those were very rare occurrences. All it did was give underdog teams a little bit better of an opportunity to, to stage an upset. But generally speaking, I don't think anybody would complain about getting more quality baseball if you can so i wouldn't be i wouldn't be opposed to it it drives me insane i don't understand this sport it's the best of its sport yeah happens in october why wouldn't you want it in september and october like the nba right 
And we know how much the MLB, all these TV networks and all of these leagues want oh more my money. God, I know. You get one extra money at one extra game at the gate. Why wouldn't you? No, I don't understand. No. They, they should make the, the the first, the stupid wild card games well, should be five-game series. That's just atrocious, the fact they do vi- that. Yes, horrible, horrible. All right, Fig, I'm sorry. Go it's ahead. fine. It's Give quite all right. Training. No, it's okay. I mean, because hey, look, we all love baseball, right? So you were in heaven on Friday because every single series was in action. We talked I watch to- every game like you- a loser. Like a loser? It's like a true fan. Come on, Ant. That's how you do it. That's how you're supposed to do it. It's like, uh, it's like the NCAA tournament the first day. You sit at home and yeah, you just watch yeah, games the entire exactly. day. Loser. That's how it's supposed to be. Come on. <laughs> it's not cool, Sam. Dodgers and Braves wrapped up the festivities out in L.A. They were the final game of the night. Dodgers, as we mentioned, notching a 3-0 victory. Manny Machado with a two-run home run for the Dodgers. And Clayton Kershaw, as I mentioned, eight shutout innings. Longest outing of his postseason career, which is a little bit shocking. Uh, the Dodgers lead that series two games to none. In the other NLDS series, as we mentioned as well, 2-0 as the Brewers beat the Rockies by the final score of 4-0. to zip. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore, with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. In the American League, Red Sox, they scored five runs in the first couple of innings. That is all they would need. They would hold on for a 5-4 win over the Yankees. Chris Sale, his first postseason victory. Craig Kimbrell gets the save for the Red Sox. They win game one there. And we talked about Houston, the defending champions, hitting four home runs. They notch a 7-2 win in their series opening victory there as well. A couple of NHL games on the night. Hurricane and the Sharks both get victories. College football, Utah State beating BYU. Georgia Tech with a blowout victory over Louisville. Fellas? Thank you, Fig. We are the fellas looking Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, coming to you live Loser. from the Geico Fox <laughs> Sports Radio Studios. Loser. 15 minutes could save you 15% of more in car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Yes, yes, yes. You are a loser. Correct. Thank you. Thank you, sweetheart. I, I appreciate it. That was Siri's sister, Rebecca. Rebecca. <laughs> Rebecca sounds hot. Rebe- Rebecca's probably a dirty foot girl, I, so you I like wa- her. <laughs> I, watched too much, I watched too much baseball yesterday. <laughs> Rebecca, the voice girl, sounds hot. So, Lincoln, yeah, okay. uh, uh, this, when we, we look at the games today, uh, I'm, I'm curious. The, the big one, Notre Dame, Virginia Tech tonight. It's not as, it's not as sexy with Virginia Tech's quarterback issues. It's not as it was, you know, as it was. It would have been appealing earlier in the year. I was impressed by Notre Dame last year, last week against Stanford, um, but um, just just not not. It's not as sexy uh, now. It's a big game. Blacksburg's tough to play. True, 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 true story. But you the book Brian of Ian, Kelly. the book of Ian, he's got yes. he's he is efficient, and I like the way he controls this offense, the momentum and stuff like that. Um, I think yeah, I think it's it's an easy I think Notre Dame handles business. Not easy win, but handles business. Well, it's interesting because Brian Kelly, take a guess. Brian Kelly has played ten ranked teams on the road. Take a guess his record. Uh three and so he's seven. Played, but, close. One and nine. Oh, okay. 
one in nine against ranked teams on the road. The only win against Temple, which was a come from behind win. Huh? Mm. Yeah. Now, I, that says that says something. But even 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 as bad as as inept the offense of Virginia Tech seems now. Well, I, I I mean, look, one and nine, you're on the road, Blacksburg. Tough place to play. Ha- no doubt about things Notre happen Dame. on the road in Blacksburg, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Those Saturday night games are no joke, right? Oh no, no. First of all, right. how in the world did Penn State lose that game? Oh last my! Year? Oh, don't even get me started on that one. That was That's an it. absolutely atrocious call. Fourth Bye. and six. You have got to be kidding me. Yeah. <laughs> Don't, don't even that, start that, that James one. Franklin is a hell of a recruiter. He is a terrible game day coach. Horrible he, clock man. He, his decision making is mind bogglingly bad. Where you go, what are you doing, are you man? Doing? Yeah. How in the world do you lose that game? Did did you guys happen to catch when he was walking off the field into the tunnel? And it was very quiet around the student section surrounding the tunnel. And one Penn State fan, very, very civilly, I should say, he just sort of throws out there like, horrible way to end the game, coach. You shouldn't have gone for it. You shouldn't run on fourth and five. And it ignited James Franklin. And he like he yelled back at the guy and, and almost tried to sort of charge towards the stands. Really? Did he really? Yeah. I didn't see this. Yeah, you got to look it up. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a short clip. It, but it was a short clip. Yeah, it, it made the rounds. And then he, he was making an interesting speech after the game. It was, it was an interesting Saturday. And I, I can attest to this, guys, because I was here working, watching the game live. And... Uh, uh, a bo- our board op, our uh, technical producer Ryan Smith, who uh, occupies the uh, the airwaves here, and basically what happened was we watched the play, and he just screams at the top of his lungs, "What are you doing?" And it was like the loudest shout, and I'm looking at it, I was like, "What the heck was that? Like, what was that?" And it was a student. No, no, it was talking about Ryan's. No, 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 yeah, our board op, yeah, our technical producer for the show that I was producing because I I come back and do the night shift here after this, and we're just like wondering what the what the heck was that? Because you guys know I'm an Ohio State fan. I I was shocked that Ohio State even had a chance in that game because they were awful for most of that game offensively they couldn't move the ball Penn State's defense we all thought it was going to be an up and down shootout like the Big 12 it was a it was competitive it, w- it wasn't even really competitive and then all of a sudden in the fourth quarter Penn well, State the cor- just, well the quarterback was horrible yeah 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 Haskins horrible yeah Haskins just got yeah there was pressure in his face every well, he single time. a bright light he, yeah he yeah, melted. He, yeah, he, yeah yeah he melted McSorley yeah. did everything he possibly could and the biggest problem that I had with that final play yes it was a read option and he had the option to hand up you shouldn't have even been in that situation you've got yeah. Trace McSorley was putting on a, like a Heisman level performance like he was doing everything and the decision was made read option and they hand off the ball it made zero sense to me because how are you going to get five yards there if it had worked we wouldn't be talking about it well I mean that's that's now, everything I'm tell but, you, it, but it still was a though, horrible call it was a horrible call it's throughout. A terrible it was executed call if it works, and they sniffed it out so Nah, but if it works, it's still a terrible call. This, this, terrible. this fan, Anthony, this fan, he was very polite. He just said, 
it was dead quiet, and they were playing some country song was playing, or, or Sinatra was playing over the loudspeakers. He says, I love you, coach, but that was a terrible call. And James Franklin, it was maybe about 15 feet away, 20 feet away, and if if he hadn't been restrained, I bet Franklin runs up to the to the to the. Don't the, be mad because the fan was right. The fan was, was right. It was a horrible call. He wasn't gonna like get into the. He wasn't gonna get in the stands yeah, what, like what, uh, what Ron test, but yeah, he was gonna go yell at the guy. Yeah, he was you gonna lost the game, dude. At him, yeah. And he was. It wasn't yeah. even that bad of a sort of a heckling. It was just sort of like love you, coach, but it was a terrible call. Yeah. And Franklin just got ignited, and so yeah. he's had to run back in there. So don't be mad that you blew it. Conflict averted. <laughs> I, I never saw. Uh, I I never saw a coach get berated like I did Andy Reid. A- Andy or what? Reed, what? Which game? Oh, during the uh, there's been a couple of them, uh-huh. but they lost to the Carolina Panthers. Uh-huh. It was their second straight NFC title game loss at home, mm-hmm. and I was following them around, and I, so I was on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. And and I was I was doing a book and I'm following to when Andy Reid coached the Eagles and I'm following and I'm like I'm following Andy, he's going through the tunnel, and what is said to this man? Like it it all it made me it made me blush it made me almost <laughs> like, actually it was said by I, a woman probably <laughs> yeah like it was it was outrageous like some yeah. of the things. Yeah, uh, forget about the poor man's weight. Like they yeah. were killing yeah. how big he was, right. but but beyond that, like horrible, vile things oh, that man. you wouldn't say to your worst enemy. <laughs> These fans are telling it; they're saying it to Reed. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Speaking of Andy Reed, I, we got to touch on the NFL coming up next, and he's got himself a quarterback, man. Oh, man. Does he? My man knows quarterbacks. Nobody knows quarterbacks like Andy Reed. Yeah. Like Big Red. He knows he knows his quarterbacks. We'll talk about that straight ahead. We're the fellas right here on Fox. No, it is it is it is what it is, you know. That's what it is. Fellas, 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 and listen. Discover, baby. Become a new card member and discover card will match all the cash back you've earned dollar for dollar at the end of your first year. Learn more. At discover.com backslash match limitations apply. Fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano. By the way, did you see that catch Josh Gordon made? Oh. How about that? Oh, oh my God. Brady has no business throwing that ball in his 500th. He just throws it up there, and, and Gordon goes between two guys and gets it. I saw it, man, and I and it, it made me turn off the TV. I was just disgusted. I'm like, how does how does this always happen for number twelve? I mean, you're right. He had no business throwing that ball. He had all the time in the world, especially after the pass rush was doing so well against him in, in, in earlier in the game. And he throws up a prayer, and he comes down. That's his five hundred. That's man, so disgusted. <laughs> and that offense. I mean, it's amazing because. Look, everybody lives off the back now. Right. Like every quarterback yeah. lives off that back. Yeah. But, geez, I mean, they run it every play. <laughs> There's James White. I fall, I go to sleep dreaming of James White. <laughs> James White. Yeah. You know, 18 catches, 475. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. 
It's ridiculous. They all live off the back, but my God, nobody lives off the back more than Brady. The funniest thing of the night, I don't know if you had saw it because I, I, I was just actually doing something in the kitchen, but they had the pregame. And they had this little, this little skit that they did for the rivalry between Indianapolis and New England. And I'm like, come on now. It can't possibly be a rivalry when the team has owned the other team. <laughs> There's no rivalry there. Oh, yeah, what well, we're talking about, we had Peyton Manning. He beat him one time. <laughs> he ended up going to the Super yeah. Bowl. That was, that was yeah. it. I said every other time Brady owned him. Yeah, you're right. And New England. And so don't give me this. Oh, I hate Indianapolis. Oh, we're going to talk about the Playgate. Oh, yeah, you're still salty about that. You don't want to have anybody bring it up, but yeah, you're bringing it up. Oh, it's, it's a rivalry. It's a, there's no rivalry between Indianapolis and New England. It's not even close. What was the what was the, I, I I'm not a fan of the skits. Well, I mean it was it, it, the, the whole premise of was trying to build up the hype behind the game because most people just thought it was going to be a blowout and it was going to go in right. his way, right? So they 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 created this sort of like uh, all the fans from the different from both cities, Indianapolis and and of course, you know, New England, Boston and stuff like that. You know, people were talking about how uh you know, well, Indianapolis wants to you know, Indianapolis wants to come in here. We print tickets. We're in the championship game. You guys don't do it. I mean, the the Colts' history over the time that Brady's been there is minuscule compared to what the New England Patriots have. Absolutely minuscule. And so for them to sit there and say there's a rivalry, I hate the, I hate the Colts. Not even close. Yeah, I, I, that's a, that's one of the I agree. Things I, think, yeah. I agree. I no. agree. But the other game this week – that Monday night game in Denver. Oh, Mahomes. Man. My Lord, he's outrageous. You can't do that. You can't do that in Denver. Well, you know what? I, Come on, I, son. I came in and I was skeptical because I wanted to see him. I didn't get a chance to see a full game. I just saw, and I knew he had confidence, no doubt about it. Strong arm confidence, and of course, the creativity of Andy Reid and that offense. And there were times where it just it, even when they had pressure, I mean, he was running away from Von Miller and was able to 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 you know, and all those other guys, Shane Ray, and those those guys, and still able to make plays, making plays while he's running out of the pocket, throwing darts. Those weapons, man, it's I'm 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 scared because they got to face this team twice. I mean, if yeah. you're the Raiders, it's like how do you how do you slow this person down when one of the better defenses couldn't do anything to slow him down? Yeah, that was uh, wow, impressive. Now, I will they say are. this. I will say this. Andy Reid, there was a couple times during the game where they tried to get cutesy with a little play calling and stuff yeah. like that. You don't need to do that, man. You got Kareem Hunt who can run the ball. You got an offensive line that knows how to push people around. Just keep it simple, Sam. And, and, and you got you, you got Mahomes uh, when man, you need that's, him. Oh, that's Andy's Achilles heel. I know. And, that, and that's and that, that, that's brilliant what, guy. Just brilliant guy. Every that's once what while. upsets me because when you get in these one-game eliminations in the playoffs and you don't have, you know, you, you lose something on something on a whim. Or like they did last year, where they started off strong and then they they came up short. They had a little bit of a they had a little bit of a losing streak. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Well, g- give me uh, thirty seconds on Browns Raiders. Unfortunate I, that the that the refs played the part that they did in it. Uh, there was both calls. There was some horrible calls both ways. Uh, so it's a tough one. It, it's it was a tough call, but it was it was a good game to watch. I was glad that both teams were able to find a way to, uh, to make it interesting. Fellas, oh, that's us. Big Lincoln. Uh-huh. I'm Cousin. Uh, we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance. Visit Geico.com for that free rate quote. Big, big, big link. So uh-huh. I want to do a little something here. Let's do it. Let's I'm going to play. It's the quarter poll in the NFL, and 
That's very important, the quarter poll. Yes, it is. The quarter poll is, you know something about your team. Teams, like coaches need to know about their squad. They look at it through four-game intervals. Mm -hmm. So let's play a little game called Real or Fugazi. All right. All right, Real Fugazi, that means is that team real or is that team a fake, a fraud? We'll go through them all and uh, we'll look at their lot. So let's begin in the AFC. We'll begin in the East. We'll begin with the Dolphins, three and one atop the NF uh, the AFC East. Real or Fugazi, Lincoln? Fugazi. Been Fugazi for a while. Thought that the Raiders should have beat them. Um, and I can't remember who the Dolphins started off with, but when they when they had the three, I knew it wasn't. I knew New England was going to win. Uh, no doubt about it. New England put it on them like they should, like they've been owning the division forever. So, an amazing. It's they crazy. were limp. They were limping. Absolutely, they were limping, and and the Dolphins have a chance to punch him in the face, right? But like the Dolphins always do, they come <laughs> up small. I agree with you, Fugazi, Fugazi, Fugazi. and they're probably going to lose to the Bengals. No, I, they're definitely going to lose to the Bengals. Now the Patriots. Oh no, the Patriots lose to the Bengals. No, three and two. No, oh, yeah. Oh, well, we already know the Patriots are for real, mainly yeah. because they own that division. There's no one – if there's yeah. no one to challenge you in the division, then all of a sudden you get – you 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 put yourself in the playoffs. When you have a playoffs, you're in, you're, you have a chance, right? And then you talk about – it's about positioning. If you own if – you, if you win the division, you get at least one home game. And the Patriots have been in this position for a while. They get, they'll write out the records because everybody else will beat up on one another. They'll write out the records, have one of the better records in the AFC – and probably end up having home field advantage. Yeah, you're right. You're right. All right. Now, we know Buffalo's not not a contender, so not real in that sense. Or the Jets. Uh, right. But let's go. But let's talk Bills real quick. And are the Bills really that bad? Do you see anything in Allen? Do you see – like, to me, I thought this whole year going forward, even though they made the playoffs last year, uh, out of kind of a surprise, you knew they were going to take a step back. They got still a lot of draft picks. They're young. They're going to be decent, I I think. Well, here's the thing. They cannot it's it's hard to be decent when your when your defense is sort of middle middle of the of the league. You know what I mean? It, it's hard to be and, and and that's where they are. They're ranked 14th against the run or 11th against the run. Uh, 14th against the run and overall defense, right? 11th against the run and 16th against the pass. They give up way too many passing yards in order for me to be decent. So I didn't think they were going to take this many steps back. But I think one of the biggest mistakes they made in the start of the offseason is they got rid of Tyra Taylor. Yeah, I agree with you. They, he, Allen's not ready. Yeah, no, he's not ready. He's not ready. He's not ready. He, he, he you, needed, you needed another – you needed Tyrod yeah. for yeah. another year. I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, Jets – they're going to take their lumps with Sam. They're going to take their lumps, but they knew that going in. Now the Jets have enough money and enough cap space, so I'm going to throw a little filler out for you to you. I say I say the Jets make a play for Bell for Pittsburgh. Wow, really? Yeah, I think I mean their, their running game is not that bad with who they got now, but just 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 imagine if. The type of spark. I mean, it's hardly a two-headed monster, yeah. but pow. Yeah, I yeah. Agree. You see what I'm saying? 
And because they um, have the cap space, I, I see them. I, I I can see them doing it. But I wouldn't do that. They're, they're young. Well, they're going to draft. They're going to. They're not. They're not going to yeah, worry about. I mean, it, I, I wouldn't. I I mean, I wouldn't. But right. through the Jets. Yeah. Does Todd Bowles survive Lincoln? I think he gets another year because they got their quarterback. I think he gets another year. Okay. I think he might be. I think he might be toast. But really? That's just, yeah. That's just. Uh, and I'm looking at it. The NA, the AFC North is a great division. Uh-huh. It is a great division. I'll tell you, I love this division. All four teams. That's right, Triple M. All four teams in the AFC yeah. North. Yeah. Yeah. Let's start off, Lincoln. The Bengals at 3-1. and one. Real or Fugazi? I'm going to have to abstain from this one because I haven't seen enough of them. Their record, of course, that shootout they got with Atlanta. I haven't uh, had a chance to review the film, um, but it was a good win. It was it, okay. I'm gonna take your word for it because I'm I'm serious. I haven't had enough to see them, um, so I don't know if they are. W- what do you guys think, Triple M? What do you think, Bengals? You know what? I actually think they're for real. Their defense is strong, and Andy Dalton, for all the crap that he gets. He's playing as good a football as I've seen him play in his entire career. Like mm-hmm. that that was that was an impressive win on the road. Yeah. To win in Atlanta and go down there with at the end of the game and, and complete the game with the, the yeah, touchdown Adrian Green. That was an impressive win. And they and like you guys said, they're probably gonna beat Miami this week. Yeah. So I think it's time to take him seriously. Okay. Except you know what it is? I just don't believe, I think Andy Dalton's a heartbreaker. And look, I mean, his career showed you that in the playoffs. Well, he so. broke the hearts of the Ravens last year, so right. yeah. <laughs> and the other way. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, there's something about him. All right, Baltimore, three and one, real for Gazy Link. With that defense, they're for real, and they're starting to figure it out on offense. I mean, well, they, they, for what it's worth, Flacco has done his job, especially against Pittsburgh. Not all Pittsburgh's defense isn't what it used to be. It's more off of reputation than anything else these days. But I think Baltimore is definitely for real. Let me ask you a question. Yo. How do you how do you play quarterback in the NFL and have traffic cones to throw to? <laughs> it, it, like, it, their it, offense it, it, is coming around because yeah. they finally have receivers. Yeah. And Joe Flacco, all right, he's not the he's not the the emotional leader. As some quarterbacks, right? But the dude can sling it. He's got an yeah. arm, yeah. And people talked about him like he was trash juice. Well, I, I definitely thought he was past it. I thought it, I thought it was time for him to, to to hang it up. But he's shown me something. Very impressed. Yeah, my argument was always he didn't have hey, get the guy him. someone to throw yeah. to, yeah. Now he's and then judge him. Yeah, now if he still him. sticks, he sticks. Right. But he he, he he's got an arm. He's accurate. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm with you. I think they're a uh, they're real, and that John Harbaugh is a terrific coach. And he was terrific another one that was coach. on the hot seat. So yeah, I, I I'm a big Harbaugh fan. All right, Browns one two and one. Look, God, I I I love them. Don't you love them, Lynn? I'm just I'm going to tell you now. I believe me when I say this. I watched them last week. This is a good football team. Now they're going to have their. They've got a case of the injury bugs, especially in their secondary, which is is going to really hurt them overall. Especially some of the coverages they had to play. 
But the way Greg Williams, he's got dialed up these exotic uh, blitzes and stuff like that. Eris on the old Baltimore days and stuff like that. Very good. He has his team. This is a good team. This is a team that's going to surprise a lot of people this season. Oh, Triple M. How do you feel? Uh, I feel we should be 4-0 and right now. <laughs> I mean, and that's yeah. not – that's not because I, I talked to – I talked to Link – as an eyewitness, I talked to Figgy as an eyewitness from watching that game, and they both told me the Browns got screwed at that game. And it's just like, you, you can't help but not be impressed by them because Baker Mayfield, I mean, yes, he had four turnovers, but they still scored 42 points. When, when the yeah. heck's the last time yeah, they yeah. scored 42 points? I mean, that was a fun game to watch. Well, and they should period. And, and they, sh- they should have won the game. Yep. I, I, yeah. I, I, I hate going at officials, and I hate doing that but i just had a terrible taste in my mouth and i talked to lincoln he was there he was cu- he he was in the booth with brent and he was like triple m the browns should have won that game and the officials jobbed them like it's it in this yeah, in this sick. day and age the way the the real estate is especially in the middle of the field um david and joku is one of those un unheralded tight ends that definitely need if you're fantasy people and you got them Oh yeah, you need to start. Oh, he's going to be a stud, especially with all the yeah. ish, like. With, I actually with, have him on my squad. I, I'm yeah. starting. I'm starting yeah. him this week because uh, my starting tight end was Trey Burton. He's now, bye. <laughs> now, what I will say is that I don't know if Callaway will play because I know he came up with an, uh, a hamstring and I, I heard something else. But I do think they they try a little too hard to get the ball to Callaway. He's an undersized guy. Yeah, he's good for a changeup to me. But um, but I, I don't think that you should. I don't think you need to force the ball to him. I think they need to do more. With their two-headed monster, a Chubb and Hyde out of the running game, and I think they definitely need to find a way to set up Landry because to me Landry is that with that size and his stature, he's a he, he's a he's a difference maker to me that they don't use enough. I was Sam. Interesting fact, guys. I uh, I saw this. I think that the the Browns losing after scoring forty two, they're either the third or the fourth team in this millennium. There have been like three hundred and forty or three hundred and sixty teams to score forty two or more. And the Browns were either the third or the fourth team to lose doing so, scoring 42 wow. more. Wow. And I can think of one, um, uh, Aaron Rodgers, one of his first years with the Packers losing, I believe, a playoff game to the Arizona Yeah, that's Cardinals. right. That was the 51-45 game where they lost on a fumble yeah. recovery. I remember that, that game. That game was wacky. That's the one I could think of, but a couple more out there, but not many. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, interesting fact. Guys, another thing, and, and I also brought this up, um, there's there could be some conspiracy theories with the line. That was in Vegas because the game got tied. The I, the Browns were a two and a half point dog, so the, the Raiders were a two and a half point favorite, and they won by three. Who knows if that was a coincidence? I have no idea. But that I I just saw that, and people were bringing that up. I was like, yeah. Eh. The problem is the, the the books got more Raider money than Browns. Right. Oh, oh, absolutely. Of course. Yeah. Everybody was everybody was in on the Raiders because it's like it's hard to trust the Browns going west, and it's like right. yeah, it's Baker Mayfield's first start. So I, t- I completely get that. All right, let's do one more. Uh, the Steelers, one, two, and one. Lincoln, they're cooked. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Like, I think their offense is always going to move the ball, even though they didn't uh, cancel anybody now. But they can't. Right, they have no, no defense. No, no defense. Which is which is another thing that you don't see. You don't, exactly right. I, I until Kansas City did it. I don't remember the last time any team went into Pittsburgh and put 42 points on the Steelers. And I know that's Kansas City, but look. That game against that game uh, against Baltimore was way more one sided than Baltimore made it seem like in the end. I got a question for you: Is it time 
to move on. Like, if you're the Steelers, like, front office and Mike Tomlin. But they, the Steelers are notoriously slow to do so. I, I agree. I, they don't do it, but I'm asking yeah. you. Yeah, I mean, it, it might very well be because from what I hear from a number of people is that they do feel the locker room has been lost. Interesting. We'll come back. We got the uh, South is coming up next. We'll do the AFC South playing the real Fugazi game. Licking Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, a little NFL. From the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, we're the fellas on Fox. This segment is brought to you by Discover. Discover Car, we treat you better. We treat you like you treat you. Uh, we are the fellas. Uh, he's Anthony Gargano. I'm Lincoln Kennedy. I'm coming to you live from Fox Sports Radio Studios. Uh, we are getting to real Ufugazi talking about some teams. Uh, Iowa Sam, help me out a moment. Who was who was the the uh, the the show that was talking about? They said the Patriots are going to go eight and eight. Who was that? Who's the show? Was that was that Clay Travis? Mike was it Kevin? Mike? I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember who who said that. It was interesting. I, yeah, I, I, right here I, on this network? Yeah, it was I, on this I, network. It was I, one of the I, promos. I, 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 think, I think it might have been Clay. Did he predict he, the Patriots I don't think he, I don't think he predicted. I think he might. He alluded to the fact that it might happen. Well, I think I, a prediction. I, I will say this. I, I will say this. You know, when we were talking about it, I, I don't think this is as strong of a Patriots team as we've seen in the past. But just for the fair, the fair fact that their division is horrible, they're going to, you know, he, he, I think they've said it's something about eight and eight. Now they're, they're going to get at least ten wins because the divisions. No, who's going to beat them in the division? There's nobody to beat them in the division, so they're going to get ten wins. And anyways, that's that's just that's my prediction. Um, uh, where yeah, so, cuz where are we going right now? All right, let's uh, let's go back and let's go, uh, let's go to the AFC South. Mm-hmm. All right, so the uh, the AFC South, real or fugazi? Let's start with the Titans, three and one. Wow! Yeah, they looked good last week How against about the, that against my Eagles. Marcus still want that. Uh, still want that. Each team touch the ball rule. Would say again. You say you still want the each team to touch the ball in overtime. Game would have been over if they if they just went for the Eagles score. Yeah, but yeah, it's not about. That. I, yeah, I think it's the right thing mm. to have each team touch the ball. I, I didn't see I this one coming. I did not see this one coming. With with the the Titans, they have turned. They have shown me that they are a feisty team. Um, yeah. The way that they played Houston, I didn't see that come in. I, I got a chance to see that film, and then of course I haven't seen the haven't reviewed the Eagles film just yet. It's on my to do list, but I, I think they're real. I don't. Okay, I think they're fugazi. I think they caught the Eagles at the right time. I just think. I I don't believe that there are three and one team that can that is a threat. The Jacksonville's to me the class of that division. Agree, I agree with that point. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not sold on Tennessee. I'm not a Mariota fan. I got to be honest with you. Really? Look, he looked good last week. He did. He threw the ball well. I just don't think he's a consistent passer in this league. And you got to throw the ball to win in this league. And I I don't believe in their offense. Well, I mean, talking about a team once upon a time that was built on the run and play action pass and, and where they come, I, I yeah. agree. He hasn't he hasn't separated himself yet. Yeah. Jacksonville three one. I love the Jaguars. I, I Real. just love their Real. I love their defense yeah. and I, I think Bortles is fine. What happened to the Texans, Lincoln? One oh, and three. Man. 
Lip it out of the gate. Look, I don't know if it's the injury, but Sean Watson does not doesn't look, look doesn't look anywhere himself. like he did last year. No, no, that's that's the biggest what issue. What are you saying? That what are you saying? Like? That just that he doesn't look himself for whatever reason. I don't know if he's reluctant to just play or if he's tentative thinking about it. I mean, there are times, and I've known it's to happen to athletes. When you come back from a season-ending injury, it's it's really hard to put the faith that you once had before the injury back into your body, and meaning that. Especially quarterbacks, it happens at the quarterback position. They stop looking downfield. They start looking at the rush. They start looking at other things. They start doubting themselves. Um, I think you saw it earlier this season with Andrew Luck after the shoulder surgery, not really wanting to test his arm until somebody said something about it. And he was like, "Okay, well, 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 let me test it. Let me let me see." It took a little while for him to sort of regain that confidence and really throw the ball downfield. I think that's what's going on with Deshaun Watson. Just he just does not look comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Uh, are they cooked is the question. No, because with is that this, defense, I think they can make year? a run. I, yeah, well, it'll do. be a down year in the sense that they won't finish above third. Well, then then they're not going to – if they don't make the playoffs, Bill O'Brien's gone. You think so? Yeah. Hmm. See ya. Oh, uh, I believe that in a second. Oh. You don't believe that? I never thought I, about it. I never thought yeah. about it, to be honest with you. He's gone because he he's the one who showed his his offensive philosophy showed life in Watson last year. Now he's got to try to find a way to to pull it out. But to say if he doesn't make the playoffs, he's gone in that division, especially the way the Tennessee Titans have started off. I mean they they start they found themselves in a hole. The problem with evaluating your team after the first month that if you're the Houston Texans and you start off one and three, you're in a hole. It's not like okay. everybody's two and two or whatever it is. I mean, you've got two teams that are above you that have three wins already, two two behind, and they they also have division wins. You know, Tennessee. Yeah, I don't, I don't think the division's very good, to be honest with you. Well, overall, not top to bottom. When we just talked about the the North, they're, they're not like the North, but Indianapolis isn't going to beat anybody. No, you see. Yeah, I, I yeah, I don't, I, I don't, yeah. I, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Good sides for Major Luck, though. Uh, that was. Uh, that was great to see. He was on the money. Yeah. He looked great. Now he just needs his receivers to catch the ball all the time. Yeah. Oof, some pizza board hands. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> my Imagine Lord. Imagine his toilet paper flowing at you. <laughs> oh, man. Catch the ball. That's it. AFC West, it's 4-0. Oh, my Kansas gosh. City Chiefs, Lick. Home of the Chiefs. As much as I have to say, they're, with that offense, I know the defense is their handicap, but with that offense, just outscore you. They're just going to outscore you. It's Now, they are the Chiefs. They find a way to blow it in the end. They find a way to mess yeah. it up in the end, and this is I even know. before Andy Reid was there. I know. You know That's they, like they, the worst possible marriage yeah, exactly. between Andy and the Chiefs. And but, the Chiefs. Maybe this is the year that. that, that well, I mean, happen. look if 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 you if we had to close our eyes and say who's in the Super Bowl right now, I'm saying it's L.A. Rams and Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, that's well, that's one. two best teams. You're right. Yeah. So I'd say one thing though, dude. Seriously, Case Keenan blows. <laughs> you're right. He was he was he was a raggy, lucky quarterback you know last year. You made a lot that. of money and. He's you got to win that game. <laughs> yeah, 
No doubt. He's wide open. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he sailed it. Yeah. I hate me some Case Keenum. <laughs> I hear it. I hear it. I do. I hate him. <laughs> I didn't believe got, it. He got a lot of money. I, yeah. told, I told you he was a fraud last yeah. year. The Eagles tortured him in, yeah. the, in the playoffs. Yeah. 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 Case Keenum. That's funny. <laughs> Horrible. Uh, let's go to Denver. The Broncos 2-2. Two two. No, they're for Gazy. Total Fugazis. Fugazis. Their defense is going to lose a little bit of its luster as as the season goes on and stuff like that because, you know, the people are are starting to expose them on the back end. Yeah. No, I agree. The Chargers, the L.A. Chargers, two and two. They have a lot of injuries on defense. A lot of injuries. They have a lot of injuries on the offense. I'm hoping that the Raiders are able to take advantage of it tomorrow when they play them on Sunday because their two starting tackles are banged up. So I know the Raiders don't have much of a pass rush, but I'm I'm hoping they can take advantage of it. Real or Fugazi? I think they're Fugazi. I, I look, I love Phillip Rivers. No one throws more crossing patterns than the Chargers. They've got an offense. They're starting to use Melvin Gordon like the Rams are using Todd Gurley, which makes they they've got some weapons that they can go to. But I just don't think that they're going to be able to do anything. They're the Chargers. Who's the second best team in that division? I think the Chargers are. You, you, well, I mean, yeah. If you have to, you have to choose out of four. Yeah, you go Chargers. The Raiders haven't figured it out yet. What, what, what about uh, what about the Raiders? What about yeah? At the, after the first four games, look, they they've shown some good things, but I still think that you saw a little bit of it last week. I still think that Gruden needs to pull in Derek Carr just a little bit more. Take a little bit of those freedoms that he has with the play calling and the the audibles, pull it in because Derek. Uh, don't get me wrong, I love the kid. I absolutely do do love the kid, but he threw two interceptions that he should not have done, just like he did the week before against Miami. And if it wasn't for the defense, I can't believe I'm saying this about the Raiders' defense as poor as they played sometimes. If it wasn't for the defense, the Raiders wouldn't have beat the Browns. Because they had no, they had no business. The pick six kind of gave them a little momentum by Gary and Conley in the first. Um, the turnovers, definitely winning the turnover battle, gave them a lot of confidence because they they had short fields to deal with because they weren't moving it the ball in the Cleveland Browns defense. They were not moving the ball, and then wow. the injuries to the Browns secondary really made it uh, better for them. Even though T.J. Carey finished the game with I think 15 tackles, he was recently a Raider. He was signed. He was with the Raiders last couple years. Um, they always knew him to be an aggressive corner. And so they knew when they had Amari Cooper on them, all they had to do was a double move, and that was the difference. That's how that's how Amari got open in the, in the overtime for them to go down and get get close to the field uh, for the field goal. All right, well, a little bit later on, you'll have a pick on the Chargers and Raiders. Yeah. So make sure you keep it right here. But uh, let's get a little trending, find out what's happening with our man, the Fig. That's right, the great Figgy. Thank you, Ant. And just like John Gruden and the Raiders are looking for that ever-elusive pass rush, a couple of teams in uh, Major League Baseball are looking for some wins in some playoff series. The uh, nightcap on Friday night in Los Angeles. Dodgers got home runs for Manny Machado and Yasmani Grandal. They beat the Braves 3-0. Los Angeles now leads that series two games to none, game three on Sunday. Milwaukee also up two games to none. They shut out Colorado 4-0. In the American League, Red Sox with a three-run home run from J.D. Martinez. They took a 5-0 lead over J.A. Happ and the Yankees. Both Sox did hold on for a 5-4 victory in Game 1 of that series. Houston with four home runs. 7-2 was the final score as they drubbed Corey Kluber and the Indians. Astro leading that series one game to none. 
Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. In the NHL, Hurricanes beat the Blue Jackets, Sharks outlasted the Kings in overtime, College Football Utah State over BYU 45 to 20, Georgia Tech Miley-Wop Louisville 66 to 31. Fellas, why thank you, Fig? We are the fellas, yes, 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 and we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, fellas, and uh, in case you're just joining us, we're playing a little game, real fugazi. Go through each of the teams, kind of size them up after the quarter poll. The quarter poll is important. Every coach does this. They go by quadrants. They go by the four quadrants. All right, how are we looking? What do we got to do? We'll do some heavy self-scouting, really a, a really good look at their team. If they lop off the first two weeks and go, well, you know, training camp, we didn't hit, and now, nowadays, the preseason extended in the regular season, but four games, now you can have a bit of a, of, of a tell into who your team is. Isn't that right, Link? That's exactly right. Well, let's go to the NFC East, my brother. <laughs> and let us begin in the NFC East <laughs> with the surprising Washington Redskins. The Skins, <clears throat> two and one, atop the NFC East. Are they real? Awful gazy. They, my friend, are really fugazi. No, no, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Got you set up. No, I, look, I will. I will give them this. You know, their defense is playing pretty doggone good. Um, pretty good, doggone well. My English teacher wouldn't. Have a conniption for this, you heard me. But anyways, playing pretty well, in, but it's still early in the season. I think we'll see a true test of where this defense lies this week against the Saints um, in New Orleans, uh, but it's it, it's it's going to be a tough one. I don't, I don't think they have the lasting power. I agree. I completely agree. I, I just – I don't say it. Uh, look, I, you know, the offense playing well, all right, and – the old man, Adrian Peterson, playing well. Their defense, like you said. He's like, give me a chance. Give me the rock. Give me the rock. Give me the rock. I just think they're they're not any good. Let's go to the next team. The defending champion, Philadelphia Eagles. Two and two. Slow out of the gates, beset by injuries. They've been banged up. I think their biggest issue right now well, on offense, it's the lack of speed, the lack of weapons. And on defense, the secondary has been surprisingly bad. Link, what are you, what are you seeing? I still think with their defense overall, because they can apply pressure, they'll kind of figure it out. They're going to have to figure out their ways, that, you know, as you mentioned, with the injuries. They, you know, they, they've had to manage through them, and that's the reason why their record is where it is. Um all their games are close, coming down to the wire. They're a resilient team, a team that knows how to win, and and because you have a difference maker in Carson Wentz, I still think they'll be in it at the end. So I think they're real. They're real. They're more real to me than the Redskins are right now. 
No, I agree. That. I think it's their division. It's their division to lose. Agree. Agree. Put it like that. Look, Carson is is still the is still a great great quarterback, and and you've seen these moments. But he needs guys to throw to, and he needs protection. Yeah, he hasn't been protected. Jason Peters, whom I I love, I absolutely love. He just hasn't been himself. He's well. You know, I will say this, brother. Old. It's yeah. This that's that's the problem because I'm I'm watching his play, and uh, good old Father Time is starting to catch up with him, but Yeah, the pain is being hard to manage. He he doesn't move as well as he did in the early part of the season, and with all those plays, um, it, it's it's hard for me as an old tackle because I, I remember those days. It's 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 hard in management, and and JP is has got to figure out a when way. When did to get it start the to decay for you? Oh, it was our, it, it actually started to decay our Super Bowl year, the year we went to Super Bowl in two thousand two. Wow! I mean, I I I had it, I had my mind set that if we had won that game, I was ready to go, because I was just wow. I would, my body was just well, how torn old up. were you then? What is that? Two thousand two, so thirty two. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys, two and two. The Cowboys. 2-0 at home, 0-2 on the road. We got Zeke. What do you think? Zeke, 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 Zeke. Uh, real or Fugazi? Given the option, I don't think the Cowboys go anywhere, so they got to be Fugazi. I concur. I think they're horrible, in fact. Well, now now you got to be impressed with the amount of pressure they're getting on the quarterback. I mean, the mm. defense is playing pretty well now. Yeah. But I mean, it's 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 the not exactly the doomsday. Defense. No, 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 no. Come on, now. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you got to give him a little bit of love. I know you. you I give him no love. <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> they're, 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 they're playing. They're playing pretty good defense right now. So I, I give them a little bit of love. But All over right. over the the tenure of the season, after the first month, they look like they have a fighting chance. I just don't see it lasting. All right, the Giants one and three. Do we need to talk about the Giants? No, Eli looks old. <laughs> Their defense is bad. Their offense is spotty. And their coach is horrible. <laughs> they suck. Tell us how you really feel about the Giants, man. Well, that's just, uh, that's what I give you. There you go. NFC North. What a great division. Chicago Bears. Stop Bears. One. It is great to have them. I got to tell you. I love the Bears. I don't know what it is. I just love that the Bears are good. What it is, what it, what it reminds you of uh, are the '85 Bears. Now we were, so, we were yeah. we were young. You and I were young, yeah. so it's really hard to truly appreciate the way we do now, especially knowing what we know about football. But when you have a defense that's able to play at that level. When you have, you know, of course, adding Khalil Mack has been a big difference maker because now other people have gotten pressure, you know, people are getting picks, you know, all that stuff. And and then there's there's an unsung hero on the offensive side, Mitchell Trubisky, who no one gave, you know, a snowball's chance in hell really to make it, has has come alive and, and looked better. Every that that pick me up from the defense has made the offense look relevant. It reminds me of the '85 Bears. I'm not saying they're going to go cool. all the way and, right, right, and, and right. win the Super Bowl, but I mean, right now, when you talk about that division, you talk about who's going to harass Aaron Rodgers, you know, and 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 in how competitive overall the division is, you know, how Detroit looks at times, so on and so forth, where where we thought Minnesota was going to be, so on and so forth. It, it is it is relieving. It is a good feeling to see the Bears doing some things. Yeah, I'm with you. I I, I love. Them. I like. I really. 
I like this team a lot, and they're they're really fun. I like Matt Nagy a lot. I think he's a really good coach. He's an Andy Reid disciple. Now, now, as far as being real or Fugazi, I got to say they're real because with that defense, I oh just, yeah, they're real. They're, they're, they're in that division. I mean, they're going to they're going to create some havoc on some people. Packers two one and one. I think we agree as yeah. long as number twelve is I, there. That's that's it. They are real because Maybe. he is just so good. Yep. That's who he is. He's Aaron Rodgers, and he's the best. He's Aaron Rodgers. The Vikings, 1-2-1. One, what happened I to the Vikings? real. I don't think they're Fugazi. No, I mean, what happened to them? What is this? What the, This level that they're playing at, this is – I expected this defense to be far better than it has been. I mean, it's in the, probably in the lower lower third of, of the league as far as ranking and statistics. They're they're porous on the second on the second level. Their secondary has given up way too many catches, uh, difference maker catches in a game, and I just I'm I'm on the fence. I don't know how much I believe in them because if they can't snap out of it, they're going to lose the, They're going to lose this division real fast. Nah, I I still think they're at, they're in it. Do you think uh, this? Do you think this division sends three teams to the playoffs? I don't. Good. I don't. Well, look, I, you know, again. It, to me, it depends on on Atlanta, right? I don't believe in Carolina. We'll talk to them. We'll talk about those those guys coming up. But I, you know, I don't think it's out of the question. They got to start winning. Got to go on a roll. Yeah. But I, I, I like. I still think the Vikings are are a decent team. I'm on the fence. Bro. Now they got a tough team. Look, they got a tough game. They got to go to Philadelphia. Yeah, go to Philadelphia. And play the Eagles. Yeah. Uh, now it's revenge from the NFC title game, but. You go one, three, and one. Now you're probably right. Well, I mean, one, look, the only gratifying feeling is on the backside. You've got Arizona, and you go to New York, which should yeah. be winnable games for this team. But then yeah. you've got New Orleans, you've got Detroit, and you get in the teeth of your schedule. I just don't. Yeah. I think they start off so far behind. It's hard for me to believe that this division is going well, to send three only, teams. They only have two losses, so remember I, it's I about the two. But they're going to have one more. I, I, I don't think they beat the Eagles. Uh, Triple M. I was just going to say the thing that I've noticed, uh, to Lincoln's point, the defense has been playing awful. I mean, it was like a track meet in that game on Thursday night. But the biggest thing that's jumped out to me, they've completely uh, forgotten. The Rams, though, yeah, well, well, the Rams are a juggernaut, but it's they've completely forgotten how to run the ball. Like Kirk Cousins is having to throw it like 40, 50 times a game. And he's been that's playing. Because they can't, and, their offensive line. Yeah, their though. offensive lines is is not what it was. But I will say this. And Kirk, Kirk Cousins is playing out of his mind right now. Like he he's playing. He's been awesome. Like even even in the you game. Like that. Exactly. Yeah. It's that's the biggest thing that I've noticed. That if they can get it together, they and and to your point, I I, I know you you're not the biggest fan of Case Keenum. He's a big upgrade over Case Keenum, and you could even see that oh, he agree. was going he was going he was going toe to toe with Goff in that game, and they could have won. They could have. So well, Stephon Diggs is a star. Oh oh, and Thiel, and Thielen can catch anything. Yeah, like yeah, that's it's it's a good team. I I think that they're real. A jury's still out on them. We'll see. Yeah. All right, we'll come back and uh, still got a lot of the NFC, the bulk of the NFC to do. We're the fellas right here on Fox Sports Radio. Fellas, okay. Oh, how to party? Ah, uh. I'm cousin. Uh, L.A. Uh. Chilling in L.A., man. Chilling in L.A. He, he, uh, he, my man, though, my my man, Iowa Sam knows how to get to us. Yeah, yeah, he does. 
He always does. Yeah. All right, here we go. We got to we got to get moving on this, man. We've been taking too long on no nonsense, this. nonsense. Show I mean, I love it. I, I mean, I love these uh, these quarter pole summations of these teams. We are in the AFC Central or the excuse me, the North Central. The North, the North. The North. Remember, it used to be the Central. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> oh my God! Good brain. What a brain cramp. It's funny. Like you, you ever, you ever had that happen to you now? Like, oh, cause happens to me all the time. Every time well, I talk about the Chargers, I'm saying San yeah. Diego. No, no. <laughs> you remember when they were the, the NFC Central? Like my <laughs> lord! I mean, that goes back to 1998. Oh god! All right, NFC North. Uh, Detroit Lions one and three. I mean, they are what they are, right? Yeah, they are what they are. Tough and, division. And tough division. I just don't see them calling, coming out, climbing out of the hole. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good win over New England, but yeah, I mean that team just just yeah. flawed defensively. Yeah, true story. NFC South, the Saints are are real. I think. I agree. I'm I'm surprised the Saints' defense got off to the start it did, but I, I think they figured it out. Breeze is on his way to to join, uh, probably surpass as far as mo- most passing yards. Um, Peyton Manning. So uh, I I definitely think they're for real. Yeah, they're, they're good. They're dangerous. Mm-hmm. Two of the most dangerous players in the game, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara. Yeah. So they're uh, we we both like the Saints a lot. Carolina two and one. I, I I'm on a fence with Carolina. To be honest with you, I think I, they're I real. Would vote no. You vote. You like? I, them. I like them. I I think they're real. I think what they yeah. they've got it. They've got some. They've got it figured out to be viable offensively. I think they do enough defensively to keep their game, their team in it. I, I, I think, think you're right about their defense. I hate their offense. You hate their offense? Why? I do. I just hate it. Oh, okay. I hate the quarterback, <laughs> and I hate the like Everything's the McCaffrey out of the yeah. backfield. Yeah. I, I, well, I liked McCaffrey I when he was coming out of Stanford, so I thought he was a weapon. I thought he was a little bit undersized and misused the first Couple years he was there, but I like what they're doing with him now. So I, 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 yeah, I, mean, I look, you're it. right. I mean, they're, they are, they're, they're, they are using him the way he's supposed to be used. Yeah. But I think they overuse him, and I don't think they're that good. So. Now, now, what to me, what ultimately is going to hurt them, in my opinion, is uh, Greg Olson. The situation going on with him because I, I think he's a true possession tight end that gives you gives you those hard y- yards especially over the middle. Uh-huh. And without him, I, I I think last week his foot he he didn't practice this past week with his yep. foot. We'll see how it is. When they come out of the bye week, we'll see how it goes, but you know, I'm hoping that I'm hoping that he's a part of it cuz they definitely need him. Tampa 2 and 2 now going to turn on a bye and now going to turn to Jameis after. Fugazi. Yeah, I agree. It was fun to watch first month, but Fugazi. You saw, they have, they have you some saw good weapons. I mean, they have some really good receivers. Yeah, yeah. Not that that's going to they're going to be helped by James Winston. <laughs> <laughs> My man's got to learn how to throw a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Keep the ball from sailing. Yeah. Are you going to be go back to? I I don't know. Fitz Magic. No, no. You see how they felt about him. Yeah. You're out. <laughs> Falcons one and three. I still think they're good. I still think they're a playoff team. Man, I just think they're too big of a hole in that division. I just think it's too big of a hole to overcome. Because now, because now I know in that division. But see, now I'm projecting. There's two out of the south, and there's two out of the out of the north. And and okay. and I just think the Falcons are are, are going to be are going to be like the Vikes. They're going to be an outside looking in. I'll take this. Would you do this Butler bet? 
that either the Falcons or the Vikings make the playoffs. Oh, you get two teams? Jeez. Uh, well, I'll both take good. it. You said they're both better. I'll stand, I'll stand right and I'll take it. All right. Witness. Do I got a witness? You got a witness, a second to notion. There you go. They, they got it. Yep, I'm, with, I'm a witness. I want a witness. I'm a witness. Rams are real. We agree. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Everybody else in that division is not. Yeah, agree. Right? Obviously, nobody else, even Seattle. No, no not, good. No, no, no good. We're the fellas. College on the horizon. Welcome back, fellas. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano. We are the fellas live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. All right, my brother, uh, let's switch gears because we had a big hour of NFL. This is how we roll, baby. Yeah, it was a, it was a good hour of NFL talk right there. We talked about we'll, the we'll get back. To, yeah, we'll get back to it, and uh, we'll give you the uh, our, our picks straight ahead as well. But I, I don't want to lose the fact that the baseball yesterday was, was uh, really, I thought, special. Why, I because you the, watched every game? No, I no because I just you know it's playoffs, man. I, because you watched I, every game. I love. I just love playoff baseball. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I do. I love it. Well, I mean, it's condensed. It, it means something, obviously. You know. Yes, it, every pitch means something. Yeah, which, yeah, uh, yeah. Which, certainly, certainly. And and that is what means something. Dodgers up two zero, dominating the Braves. Brewers up two zero, dominating the Rockies. Although close games. Obviously, game one. Yeah, they have a two nothing lead. Rocks rally, tie it up two two. They're able to win it. Milwaukee's able to eke out the run and win it. I thought there was a mistake. They they could could have went with Hater, and he went up pitch hit for him, looking right. for more runs. Right. He's got a great bullpen, man. That true. Speak on it. You're right. When you have that kind of bullpen, dangerous. Dangerous. I would just hope the five-game series are a little bit more competitive, especially, I mean. Well, that's why it should be seven. Well. All right, I'm not going to do that. I I told Fig I wouldn't do that. Fig, feel free to join the uh, baseball conversation. (laughs) He's uh, he's, he's a great baseball man. Oh, I'm here. I'm here. Uh, uh, All right, so, so question about your Dodgers. Yeah. So now, is this a product of of the Braves and just the youth and not ready to be here, or do you think the Dodgers are in for a run? Uh, I think it's a little bit of both. The Dodgers won these two games the way they've been winning all season. They've been feast or famine. They've been you know get guys on base and hope to hit a home run. You saw how they won Friday night. It was a two run home run by Machado, a solo home run. By uh, uh by their catcher Yasmani Grandal, and the same goes for the the first game a uh, win in game one. Uh, their starting pitching has been amazing. It's been when you've gotten to their bullpen that's when they've had issues, and they have had issues getting guys on base and moving runners along. That's playing small ball has not been their strength. So they were able to get deep into counts with Fulton Awich, and the same thing with Sanchez in game two. And that's the, the way the Dodgers have won games was yeah. the same way they won game one and game two of the series. So I think it was just to be expected, to be honest with you, these first couple of games of this particular series. Yeah, I series. agree. I agree. I agree with you. 
But I do I, think I'll the t- deeper you get into the postseason, I don't know if it bodes well for the Dodgers if they get into a series with Milwaukee or possibly even deeper into a World Series once again against an American League opponent, regardless of who it is. I tell you, though, I mean, Dodgers, Brewers, I'm in. Oh, it should be an entertaining series for sure. Oh, man, I think it's a great series. But you get into a battle of the bullpens, I just don't see the Dodgers winning that. And Kenley Jansen yeah. hasn't been himself all season long either, You know, notwithstanding the heart issue he's been dealing with. But since he came off the DL from dealing with that, just hasn't been the same pitcher. All right, let's look at the American League for a second. Red Sox, Yankees, you know Sox. that this is going to go five. Has to, right? Monster lineups out of both, Figgy. Am I wrong? I mean, oh yeah, just... oh yeah. You can only hope. You only hope that that's the way it's looking. And you have that high-powered offense from both teams, obviously. Yeah, right. But the the trump card for me, at least, and other guys can chime in, is that Yankee bullpen. And the Yankee completely, bullpen is, completely agree is is what makes the difference uh, right. in a series like this. Well, and and this is this goes back to Ant's point. This is a series that needs seven games. Like I think, it, and I think this is the first time they faced at the division series level. And it sucks that one of these teams is going to have to go home in five games. Wow, well, that American League is ridiculous. Oh, oh right? man, I mean, these two series, like everybody, yeah. everybody's talking about Red Sox, Red Sox, Yankees. I was telling people, I was like, man, and and this is, of course, I'm putting a little bit of my bias in there, but people yeah. are forgetting, man, Indians, Astros. It may not have looked like it yesterday. But that's going to be a great series. Like you look at some of the pitching matchups. Yeah, Kluber didn't have his best stuff, and Verlander was awesome. Now you got Cookie Carrasco against uh, Garrett Cole, and then you've got Dallas Keuchel against Mike Clevenger in Game Three. You've got so many great pitchers in that series. It's like an old school thing where, as some of these other series where teams are going bullpenning, the starting pitching is so good in the Indians Astros series, and it's relegated to being played during the day. So and you're just forgetting how great those two teams are. Yeah, no, it's it's gonna be a good one today. It really is. I still like. I I'll tell you what. I still like the Yankees in that series. I do and, too. I do too. Right? Yeah, because it's about, like because the thing is, like, do you really trust David Price? <laughs> I mean, I don't. Yeah, I, agree. I, I, I mean, yeah. Do you I, really? I do you really trust David Price? Watch David show you something. Yeah, I mean, well, it may, maybe. maybe <laughs> well, well, Link. I, I, I mean, will, he's had like four or five yeah. years as a starter to yeah. do right. it, and he has. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and, and, out, out of the pen, he's amazing in the postseason. Right. As a starter, he's horrible. And then if you get into a bullpen game, as Figgy alluded to, like they've got so many arms. Like you can throw Britain in in like the sixth inning. You yeah. could, you could put out. Uh, Canely or Chapman, you could all these big names in their bullpen that they could just roll Robertson. They could just roll all these guys out, and like if they get a lead, and you know they can bomb the baseball. Uh, if they get a lead, it's over. Like yeah. that game against Oakland. Yeah, uh, that game against Oakland on Wednesday night. Like the second Judge hit the home run, you knew it was over. Like, it was over. Thing, it was but, over. Yeah. The big thing is if they if they get a lead, and of course we have, we've only had one game to see. So, but I agree with you. It can be. It comes down to that bullpen, and it'd be something nice. I like I like the Indians today too. Yeah, okay. I like the. Indians they better play today. better. Th- yeah. They they better play a lot better than they did yesterday because that was a complete. I know that was a complete disaster. That was like a it was a complete disaster. Then the only two runs they got were off a wild pitch and a fielder's yeah. choice. Like it was bad. Yeah. Like Kluber, I I I don't know what's going on with him. He's got maybe a case of like the Clayton Kershaw thing, like where he can't come up in big games because pretty much since Game Seven of the World Series in '16, he has sucked in the last four starts that he's had, and he gave up three home runs. Like it, it, velocity was down. He, he it just he didn't have it, 
And then you go to the bullpen, Cody Allen doesn't have it. You bring in Trevor Bauer, he gets lit up. It's just the Astros are so good. But if there's one pitcher that I can count on on the Indian staff to right the ship, it's uh, Carlos Carrasco. Like he he's always he's always yeah. been kind of a good customer on the road. And I don't know I don't know about Garrett Cole. I don't know. I I don't know. He's been great this year, but I just don't know. So. I'm yeah, a little well, optimistic. Bat, they're, look, their bats have to come alive. I mean, that's about. Oh line. yeah, gonna, yeah. Lindor, Lindor, they're, they're, Ramirez. They got to come alive. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're the ones that, that if they're going to win the series, they're going to win it. They're going to win it with their bats. Look, the, look, the Astros were sluggish coming in. I don't know if they, you you know you remember. Yeah, a lot of talk about that lineup. Just you know, Springer did not have a good second half. He was banged up. He did not hit well. The same thing with Correa. Same thing with even Altuve. Did not have a great second half. And all those guys, except for Correa, all went deep in game one. So all yeah. it takes is just, you know, one snap in this offense, as we saw all last postseason, I mean, it can just ignite and, you know, a lineup can catch fire. And the last lineup you want to catch fire of any team in this postseason, I think, is Houston because they are the lineup from one to nine that can light you up on any yeah. given night on top of the fact that they have great starting pitching. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Well, it'll be interesting – so Astros and Indians game two today, followed by Yankees and Sox. And then the National League is back tomorrow with potential two closeouts. So we'll uh, we'll keep it on your baseball playoffs. There will. is a fight tonight, Link. I know. Conor McGregor. So I, I, listen, I'll defer to you here. To me? Yeah. I'm, I'm on the fence about this one. Here, I, look. I came into this thinking, you know, just have the utmost respect and appreciation for Conor McGregor because I do think, you know, he is a true, I want to say sportsman, but he, he he's a true businessman of the sport. The way he, he talks smack and he backs it up. But, because, you know, I'm not a big MMA fan, but everybody tells me this guy that he's going up against, especially talking with Jonas, and one of the things that stand, oh, stand, yeah. stand out, he's never lost a round. No. So no, this is his greatest <laughs> test ever. Yeah. No, this dude's n- no joke. Yeah. Khabib, Habib is no joke. So So and, and 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 Jonas told me that Khabib is one of the type of guys that when he's beating you up, he's talking trash to you. He's like he's just he's like this is not for me, it's for my family. <laughs> it's like, I mean, like my man wrestled a, ba- a bear mm-hmm. yeah. when, he, when yeah. he was a kid. Yeah, there's video Triple of that. Triple M. Yeah. I, I, I was talking with Jonas about this, too, because, look, I love Connor, and the way that the build to this fight, he's been calling out uh, He's been calling out Khabib's coach. There was the whole press conference where Khabib left early, Connor went back and talked some trash. Because, you know, Con- Connor is one of the best salesmen. Of a fight, like, he'll get you no, interested he's, in yeah, anything. He's he's, he's, un- he's yeah. unbelievable. But I talked with Jonas a lot, and he's been when this fight was set months ago. Because you know Jonas is the avid UFC guy around here, and he's telling me the exact same thing. Khabib is a savage, and if you look at the Vegas line, Khabib's the favorite. He he's the favorite. Everybody would think, oh, Conor McGregor, the big name, he's going to be the favorite. The betting favorite is Khabib Nurmagomedov, and. Everybody just seems to think, oh, Connor's just going to come back. Let's not forget, he he hasn't fought since the Alvarez fight, which I think was about, which was like what, almost two years, ago, a year or two ago. Yeah, it, yeah, he hasn't he hasn't fought in an octagon in a long time. So 
I, I I'm rooting for Connor. I hope he wins. But this guy Khabib is an absolute savage. Like he's he's an absolute savage. I, I'm just hoping for a great fight, and it turns into like a classic that uh, UFC fans will remember. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. I, I think it's gonna be uh, a lot of fun. But I hear you. I Khabib, I think is is too tough. And I'm too I, tough. You, know, you think he? Do you think he beats Connor? I do. I do. Now Connor hits hard too. Um, but I mean, I hear that Khabib's a great wrestler, and that's that's one of the difference makers is his grappling. Well, if skills. he gets him down, he's done. Yeah, Connor's done if you get if if he gets him down. Yeah, boy, it's going to be great. Shouldn't I got to figure out where I'm going to watch it at? Got a big day. <laughs> so you have what's your schedule for today? So after the show, I got to go over to the Rose Bowl because I'm going to be doing the Pac-12 um, the game day program that they have. They're going to be where they have they have the uh, the hosts were outside the Rose Bowl, nice. and the game for Washington and UCLA isn't until what one four thirty four thirty yeah four thirty yeah. Yep. yeah so so it's all afternoon so we have all the other games so we'll be broadcasting live all day until the game uh, the game's going to be on ESPN so we won't have that but we have the other games uh, A State Colorado and stuff like that um, we'll be during the day and then right. uh, then that that's uh, today and then tonight. Um, head down to the hotel afterwards, check in with the team because the team does the Raiders don't come in until today. Um, go to the hotel and then uh, figure out where we're watching a fight and you know, Saturday night football. The game's gonna come uh, on tonight. By the way, Khabib is going off at minus one eighty five, a little less than a two to one favorite over Kyle. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. Like everybody would be surprised at that number, but I don't know why he's unbeaten. Well, well, Connor's lost. But but I'm just saying, like in terms of like the money coming in, a lot of people would probably throw money down on Connor just oh, because he's Connor yeah. McGregor, and it's yeah, like, it's yeah. a lot. He's a, I, I mean, Khabib is the pick, right? Oh yeah, he is the pick. Everybody and, gets enamored with Connor because he's yeah. you know has the big mouth, which is great. Right. Biggie, great who takes it? Who, who takes it? Oh, Biggie? I got Khabib all the way. Yeah, okay. I think I think Demarco Madoff takes it all the way. Wow. Um, but. I understand why a lot of money is coming on O'Connor because, again, he's the loudest mouth. And he's not a bad fighter by all, by any means. He's, he's excellent. He's great. But I, I don't know if he can if he can hang with Khabib. I agree. I agree. I agree. All right, we'll come back and we'll take you to the realm of college football. The college football picks are coming up next. You don't want to miss them. Discover. Become a new card member. Discover card will match all the cash back you've earned dollar for dollar at the end of your first year. Learn more at discover.com forward slash match. Limitations do apply. We are the fellas. He's Anthony Gargano. I'm Lincoln Kennedy. Coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. Having some fun as we get you prepared for an awesome sports Saturday. You got everything on the docket. You got hockey. You got preseason basketball, if that's your thing. You got baseball. You got college football, pro football. And now we're going to our college predictions. Uh, Because it's... it's, um, When I look at the top 10, I think it might be sort of business as usual for the most part. Out of the top ten, not a lot of not a lot of intriguing matchups, but should be some or some good games. I think well, it's always first the first Saturday in October. There's always some good games going on. First things first. Oof. Was it another ugly week, uh, Triple M? Um, it was. I mean, we were under five hundred, and Again. me and Sam were all seven and ten. But Link and Figgy. 10 and 7. Nice! And, and I, and I got to give credit yeah. to Link. He was the only one of us to take Penn State with the points. And 
It was Ohio State minus three and a half. They only won by one. So, Lincoln, you were the only one to nail. Nice job. Coach, odds. thanks for the great coaching. Fourth and six, great play call. Thank huh. you. And I got to give a shout out to Figgy <laughs> being the only one to call Florida over Mississippi State in that just dreadful game. Thing. It was what, it was th- Gator Chomp. Yeah, Gator Chomp. Gator Chomp. Yeah, Gator it was, what was that, 13-6? Man, 13-6. That was, riveting, yeah, riveting. Yeah, SEC riveting football. football. Yeah, yeah. Very good, very good. All right, boys, uh, let's uh, let's get to it. Let's there we go. It. The college selections for this week. Week five of college football. First Saturday in October. Here we go. Alabama, your top-ranked tide the, at Arkansas. Do you, 30, you need to predict this? You, you need to project this? I mean, predict this game is this? I wouldn't touch this. Hey, it's an SEC game. Oh, All right. Gosh. Hey, they didn't cover the last week. The they country. did not they cover, didn't cover last that. week. I called that. Yeah, they didn't cover last you know what's week. What's funny? They were covering at halftime. They were. Yeah, they were. Exactly. Right. I, I, saw, I saw something. They were covering at half, and then they just took the yeah. second half off. It's like I, I, I pretty much said that on the air. I was like, because yeah, they're gonna, two of it didn't play. Yeah, two, two of it was like eight of eight, like and was dominated the game, and they was out of the game before you knew it. Well, here we go. Alabama, Arkansas. And again, this is games at Arkansas. And Alabama is a 35 point favorite, Lincoln. <laughs> On the road On at the Arkansas. <laughs> They're going to win by 60. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I, I, I agree. Love it. I, I can't go against the tide. I hate to uh, say it, but I got to go with them. All right, oh, yeah, Bama, Bama. What you got, Fig? Oh, we got to go with Bama. Bama. Arkansas got blown out by North Texas. Yes, That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, come on. Triple M. North Texas ain't bad. Oh, yeah. Roll, oh, tie, roll on, Tide. Arkansas is awful. All right. And I don't I don't know, Sammy. You're not going against them, are you? I'm going to lay the points with Alabama here. Yeah, we all Arkansas are. Arkansas is bad. Very. We're all in agreement. <laughs> and this looks like a test for Nick Saban in his eyes, at least going on the road and against SEC foe. So, well, Nick Saban will complain there weren't uh, enough uh, enough uh, Alabama fans. No, there right, weren't so. enough yeah. Alabama fans. <laughs> there aren't enough Alabama in, fans in, in the uh, Arkansas yeah. 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 All right, uh, number fifteen, number twenty, Michigan State, home to Northwestern. Northwestern played Michigan tough last yeah. week. Michigan State is a 10-point favorite. It's one of my favorite plays of the day. Give me Sparty minus the 10, Lincoln. I, too, am laying with Sparty. I, I think Northwestern's going to struggle in the second half, so Sparty, yep. All right, Fig, what do you got? I'm kind of leaning toward Northwestern. No, I'm going to take Sparty. I'm going to go with Sparty. All right. Triple F. Yeah, give me Sparty. Northwestern was close with Michigan at home. This is on the road, so yeah, give me Michigan State. All right, Iowa Sam. I will take Northwestern with the points. All right. They've you been close. Northwestern, you're – otherwise, we're all on Sparty. Michigan, 17 and a half over Maryland. And I'm going to lie it. I think Michigan – because Maryland's defense is not very good. I think this is where Michigan's offense puts up some points. So I'll take Michigan in this one minus the seventeen and a half link. Well, it's it, it. You better turn around. Better put your foot pedal to the metal if you're hardball because the last thing you need to do is is make this one interesting. I'm actually going to take Maryland with the points. I think Michigan wins, but I think I'm going to take Maryland with the points. All right, what do you got, Fig? 
Yeah, I'm with Link. I'm going to take Maryland. They, Despite all the issues with, the obviously, the coaching flux you know, with Durkin and all that controversy, they've been playing people pretty tough and have a pretty – I think, what, a 3-1 and one this year, I believe. So, yeah, I'm going to take – I don't think they're going to win, but I think they'll cover that 17.5-point spread. All right. How about you, Triple M? Uh, I'm going to lay it with Michigan because of that strong Michigan defense. I think that Michigan defense is going to – do very well and they've they've been playing pretty well at home this year so yeah give me michigan lay it we say sam i don't know what to make of this maryland team either they get blown out by temple which you probably loved anthony uh yes. but yeah i don't I, you know i am going to lay it with michigan just because it's at home all right west virginia and kansas rock chalk west west virginia 26 and a half over uh, Rock Chalk, I- I'm I'm going to take Kansas with the points. West Virginia wins, but uh, it's too big of a line. I'm going to lay it with West Virginia. I think their offense is awesome, and they're at home, so I'm laying it. All right. We got uh, fake. I'm right there with you. I'm going to lay it. How about you, Triple M? Uh, I'm going Mountaineers. Uh, Will Greer, uh, if not for a couple other players in college football, he probably would be at the top of the Heisman, but... He's been playing out of his mind. So, yeah, give me the Mountaineers. All right. And Sammy Boy. I will also lay it with West Virginia. All right. I'm the only holdout here. All right. How about this one? How about the Red River rivalry? Number seven, Oklahoma against number 19, Texas, right here on Fox. You want to watch it. It's going to be a blast. Oklahoma Sooners. Seven and a half point favorite. I love Oklahoma. Lincoln. I'm looking forward to a good old fashioned shootout. Oh, I mean showdown. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm yeah. going for Texas this one. You like Texas? I like Texas to win. All right. To win the game to outright. Win the game. Yep. Wow. All right. You got him. Oof. S- outright. Fig. I'm with Link on this one, too. I like that Texas defense. If they can play some ground and pound and play keep away like Army did, you never know. So I'm taking Texas over OU. That's wild. All right. Uh, Triple M? I'm going to ride with Ant and the Sooners to win this game. Kyler Murray has a big day. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Sammy Boy? I'm going to lay the points with Oklahoma here. All right. Uh, let's go the 1230 Eastern, 930 Pacific, number 23, NC State against Boston College. BC's got a lot of trouble, some banged up. I think uh, the NC State Wolfpack score, and they score at will. I think they cover the six, Lincoln. I got off to the start of the season, was surprised that BC got behind them, and then they let me down. I'm off of that bandwagon. I like NC State. All right. Fig. Going with the Wolfpack here. All right. Triple M. Going with the Wolfpack as well. Sam. I don't know anything about the Wolfpack. I don't know who they've beaten. I'm going to take Boston College with the points. (laughs) Good luck, as they say. All right, let's take quick T.O. Figgy. Let's do a little trending, and then we'll get back to our selection. So, As you always do, inform us. Yes, I will inform you about the full slate of playoff baseball from Friday night. The Dodgers and Braves wrapped up all of the festivities out west. L.A. came away with a 3-0 victory. Home runs for Manny Machado and Yasmani Grandal. That provided all of the offense for L.A. 
Clayton Kershaw pitched eight shutout innings. Dodgers lead that series now two games to none. The other NODS series also 2-0 in favor of the Brewers after they beat the Rockies 4-0 in Milwaukee. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. In the American League, Red Sox scoring five runs in the first couple of innings. It was all they would need as they would hold on for a 5-4 win over the Yankees. Chris Sale picks up his first postseason victory. Craig Kimbrell gets the save for the Red Sox, and they will win Game 1. It was also Game 1 in Houston. The defending chance picking up where they left off last postseason. Astros hitting four home runs. They would beat Cleveland 7-2. couple of NHL games on the night. Hurricanes and Sharks each with victories. Utah State with a victory over BYU. Georgia Tech with a blowout win over Louisville 66-31. Back to the fellas. All right. Thank you, Fig. Don't forget we are the fellas. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% more car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. That's right, fellas, in the middle of some college football selections for you. Let's get right back to it, boys. Because on the docket, Clemson, they're at Wake. Clemson somehow 5-0. and They don't even look good. They're a 20-and-a-half-point favorite over NC State. So just remember Clemson. They have been uh, – it's been a weird year for the Tigers. They come off. They squeak past Syracuse. Yep, Syracuse they, won. You know, they beat uh, Georgia Tech and they beat Georgia Southern. They squeak by A&M, and they beat Furman. That's what it looks like so far. They're 5-0. and Not very impressive, Lincoln. No, and they got some quarterback issues, so I'm going to go with – I'm going to take Wake with the points. I agree. I'm going to take Wake as well. Figgy. Yeah, I'm also taking Wake. I believe Trevor Lawrence is going to play, but even with that, Clemson, as you mentioned, has had their issues, so I think Wake could uh, give them a tough game here, so I'm taking them. Demon that's way too many points for a team that's got a banged-up quarterback. So, yeah, give me Wake with the points. Sam. I will also take Wake with the points. We're all in agreement. All right, how about this one? This is a great game. Number 22, Florida. LSU, number five in the swamp. Tigers, a two-point favorite. Over to Gators, Lincoln. Got to pick them, huh? Just to pick them, just a toss up. Here we go. Um, two, 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 two. I'm going to go with LSU. You like the Tigers? Take the Tigers. I agree. I, I, I don't. The line's too small. Yep. And it's and it's messing with my head. Because quite frankly, that should be a four point line easily. And I don't know why it's two. Because the Tigers are better than, than Florida. Yep. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go LSU and just hope I'm right. Figgy. I'm with you. I'm not doing Gator Chomp this week. I'm going with the Tigers. Minus the two. That defensive line should that front should have its way. That's and that's what I'm thinking. They have a decent quarterback. Joe Burrow's been pretty good for them. Yeah. It's the best decent quarterback they've well. had in five or six years. Yeah, that's true. We got them. I'm rolling with Coach O and LSU. Coach O. Coach O. 
We say sigh with Sam. Yeah, I think LSU could score more than 13 points, which is what Florida scored at Mississippi State last week. Uh, I don't know if I believe in this Florida team. I'm going to take uh, LSU. Lay it. All right, you lay it with LSU. Let's go to the battle. Always a big one. Florida State, Miami. Miami is a two-touchdown, 14-point favorite, Lincoln. The Canes. Have, have you seen Florida State play? Yes. That's why. I'm taking Miami. <laughs> I am, too. I, I I don't. I just can't back Florida State. Yeah. Can't, they right have there. no quarterback. They have, they have no offensive line. I, I don't know how. No offensive rhythm whatsoever. No. Their line play has been awful. Figgy. Yeah, I normally say, you know, a rivalry game, anything can happen. No, it can't. Miami's going to kill them. <laughs> yeah, I feel the same way. That's no. a great way to put it. Mikey. I'm actually going to go against you guys. I'm going to go with FSU to keep it close because rivalry games, weird things happen. Even if FSU's terrible, Willie Taggart's got to prove something because he hasn't proven anything since he got there. And Miami... For he's all the a terrible coach, isn't he? Yeah, he, he's he's overrated. He is, but I mean, I think he's just a bad coach. Yeah, he's he's kind of risen up the ranks, and a lot of people, at least within the college football world, are like, "Yeah, how the heck did he get there?" But I'm just gonna bank on the fact that hey, Florida State will keep it close. I think Miami wins. The reason why I think they're gonna keep it close, I just don't. Miami's not that great either. They're all right, but yeah, give me Florida State with the points to keep it close. Sam. Florida State's have put up a couple wins now back-to-back, but they were, they're were they not all that convincing. We saw what Georgia Tech did to Louisville last night, uh, and they beat them by four, uh, Florida State did. So I'm going to take Miami, lay the points to right. Miami. They put up a lot of defensive touchdowns. The Cowboys of Oklahoma State host the Cyclones of Iowa State. Oklahoma State, nine and a half. I'll take Iowa State. To sneak inside that number, Lincoln. I'm going to go with Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? They, those Cowboys stink. I, I, uh, I, I, I knew you were going to say something. <laughs> we, we got Fig. I'm rolling with Oklahoma State. All right. How about you, uh, Triple M? Sam and uh, the people over there in uh, Ames are not going to be very happy. I'm going with Oklahoma State. All right, Sam, here you go. I'm only unhappy here because I drafted Iowa State to pick up some wins this year, and they've had just a murderer's row the last four or five weeks. I'm going to take Iowa State plus the points here. They've just had a tough go. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, TCU, Iowa. It's been tough. Yeah, but but so you got I you have Iowa State at Oklahoma Keep, State plus the nine and a half. Keeping right? it close, yep. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I, I'm with you. Ohio State is a 27-and-a-half point favorite against Indiana. Uh, you know, I'm taking Indiana plus the 27-and-a-half. Coming off that game against Penn State, I don't know how focused they're going to be. I think Indiana squeezes inside the number link. Lay it. Buckeyes, roll. <laughs> Fig. Yeah, I'm going to go counter because... Last week's game against Penn State was so close, they're going to be ultra-focused. So I'm with Link. Ohio State's going to roll. See, I don't think they're ultra-focused. I think they are, they are, you know, they're escape. Like, they come in and, and they're going to win the game. But I don't I don't see a, a machine at the last week. I see that down. How about you, um, 
This may shock you guys. Uh, I'm going Ohio State by 21. So they win big, but they don't cover the number yeah. to Ant's point. It's a fat number. It's a fat number, and it's a conference game after you just literally stole a game from Penn State. So I think there's going to be an emotional letdown. Give me Indiana with the points. All right. What do you got there, Sammy boy? I believed in you, Hoosiers. You let me down when I picked you to beat Michigan State outright. You did not. You got squashed. I'm taking Ohio State. Lay it. All right. How about this? Boy, don't get on Iowa Sam's bad side. Yeah, man. Really? I thought Indiana was the real deal. I don't think think they are. Number number 21, Colorado. Hosting Arizona State, the Buffaloes. Two and a half, Lincoln. Most intriguing matchup today out of the pack for me. I think Arizona State's starting to figure it out, and Kill Harry is going to be the first receiver taken off the draft board next year's draft. I like the fact that they've established a run game with Benjamin. I'm going to go with Ohio State. I mean, not Ohio State, Arizona State. All right. Uh, I'm a Colorado fan at home. We're at home. I really like them. I'm going to I'll lay with Colorado. What do you say, Fake? Yeah, I like Ralphie. I love Colorado, too. They got themselves a pretty decent receiver out there, too, there, Link. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to roll with the Sun Devils. Oh, all right. So you go Arizona State. How about you, Mike? Uh, I'm going with ASU, too, and mainly because I don't think Colorado's played anybody. Their biggest win is against a winless UCLA team. Yeah. So I know they're playing at home, but, yeah, give me ASU and give me Herm. It'd be yeah. Powerhouse oh, Nebraska, Triple M. Yeah, Powerhouse Nebraska, who's Who? also 0-4. <laughs> yeah. Sammy. No one wants to believe in the buff. I believe in the buff. Give me Colorado. Right. Lay it with the buff. Uh, Central Florida right now against SMU in Central Florida. That line is off the board. <laughs> Uh, that line is... Let, let, oh, let's the real national one. champion? The real national <laughs> champion off the board. I, I don't have a line for it. Oh, well, I'm, I'm taking Central Florida anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think it's all Central Florida anyway. <laughs> yeah, no objections. All right. <laughs> Texas A&M, Kentucky. Good game. A&M is a five-and-a-half-point favorite over the Kentucky Wildcats. Ranked 13th now. Don't forget, it's not just a basketball school. But I'll take A&M minus the five and a half. Lincoln. Never have I talked about the relevancy of Kentucky football this far in the season. Uh, I believe in the snail. Uh, I'm, I'm going with Kentucky. All right. What do you say, Fake? Yeah, Benny Snell doing his thing. A Heisman candidate at this point. They might not win, but I can see them getting within a field goal on the road there. It's, what, five and a half point spread? Five and a half. Yeah, so give me the Wildcats. Unranked A&M. A five-and-a-half-point favorite over ranked 13 Kentucky. Well, yeah. like you said, you you, you um you better be careful. Jimbo Fisher might grab your face mask. We don't oh, right. we don't want that. Yeah. What do you say, uh, Michael? I am going to go with the lock of the week here, and I'm going to say Kentucky, with a statement for their program, goes up wow. to Kyle Field and wins outright. Give me Kentucky. Outright. Peace. All right. What do you say there? I was in. Yeah, they're getting an interaction right there, getting and they're getting an argument in a fight. Whoa, hey Jimbo. Okay, all right, just leave, leave it over there. Okay, all right. Thank you for chiming in. Uh, I am going to take. Uh, I'm going to take A and M here. I think that the uh, dream season gets a little derailed for uh, Kentucky, but yeah, I'm going to take A and M. Lay it. 
All right, uh, Georgia Vanderbilt, Auburn, Mississippi State, Washington, UCLA. Lincoln will have something to say on all those games. We'll figure it out. We're the fellas. College picks finish next. All right, fellas. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano hanging out with you. All right, picks, 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 and more picks. Let's roll, boys. Georgia, Vandy, Bulldogs, 25-and-a-half-point favorites. I'll lay it, Lincoln. Lay it. Short and sweet. Don't need to talk All about right. it. Think. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Lay it. All right. Uh, what do you got, Em? Lay it with the dogs. Sam? I'll take Vanderbilt with the pints just uh-huh. to – Break from you guys a little bit. You guys, That's a big line. Like He's trying to improve his record. Yes. Yeah, trying to get above five. Yeah. He may not be improving it. Actually, Auburn yeah. three and a half on the road. Mississippi State. I'm going to bite on the Tigers one more time. Take Auburn, Link. I'm right there with you. I think they do enough in the running game to sort of slow down this defense of Mississippi State. Uh, I'm going to go with the Tigers. All right, Tigers. What do you got there, Figgy? I'm done with Auburn. Give me Mississippi State. All right. How about you, Mike? Uh, I'm going with Auburn because Mississippi State scored six points at home last week. So, yeah, All give right. me Auburn. Sam, is that bad? It's pretty bad. Their offense has been in the tank lately. Uh, I'm done with Mississippi State. Give me Auburn. That's a small line. All right. Uh, Washington 21 over Chip Kelly in UCLA. Well, you want me to start or you got this? What do you think, guys? Uh, I'm going dogs. All right. Um, just so you know, Washington hasn't beaten UCLA in, in the Rose Bowl since 1995. Um, more importantly, this is a classic college trap game. This is one where the young men start to overlook the schedule because they've got I someone in the other side. Overlook UCLA? They're going to overlook UCLA because UCLA is winless. I'm, I think Washington wins this game, but I don't like the three touchdown spread, so I'm taking UCLA with the points. All right, Fig, what do you think? You know, I saw an article in the L.A. Times on Friday where a UCLA defensive player says, we're this close to being dominant on defense. 38-38-49, their last three games is what they've allowed defensively. Give me Washington. But it's coming together. Oh, is, is, it, is it, Link? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give me, give me the dogs. You got Washington, Mike. It's hard for me to swallow 21 points with a, with a, a road team. But and, and, and I'm tempted to go with Washington. I'm going to say UCLA keeps it close. They're not going to win. But, yeah, give me UCLA with the points. I'm with Lincoln on this one. All right, Sam. I was wrong to doubt Washington. I will not. I will take Washington. Lay it. All right. All right, the jewel of the night from Blacksburg, Virginia Tech, Notre Dame, Irish, six-and-a-half-point favorite in Blacksburg. I'm going Hokies. All the problems there in the world they got. This game's a field goal game. Strange things happen under the lights in Blacksburg. Lincoln. I believe in the Book of Ian. I might be blind. I might be reading Braille, but I'm reading the Book of Ian, so I'm going with Notre Dame. All right, Figgy. Book it with the Irish. Everybody wants a pun. You guys are turning to Iowa Sam, you know. I know. There was like some <laughs> yeah, Iowa yeah, Sam yeah. material yeah. right there. Mike. Uh, yeah, I'm going with Notre Dame and the Book of Ian, as we're calling <laughs> it. The, the Book of Ian, yeah. All right. Here he is, the pun king. I have nothing for you. Give me Vatek. 
<laughs> oh, that was corny. Wow. <laughs> I've got nothing. Yeah. Since when? <laughs> I've got no pun. <laughs> I got no pun in the oven. There it is. Yeah, right. Could not be denied. Exactly. Could not be denied. Met the quota there. right there. <laughs> Wisconsin 17 and a half against Nebraska. Pitiful Nebraska. Link, I'll take the Badgers and lay it. <laughs> lay it. It's supposed to be the 25th anniversary of the 1993 team. So with Barry Alvarez, lay it. Wisconsin Rose. All right, Figgy. Oh, yeah. Going with the Badgers all day. Mike. I feel bad for Scott Frost. Yeah, give me Wisconsin. All right, Sam. Lay it with Bucky Badger. All right. Uh, Stanford, Utah. Stanford, a four-point favorite. I like the Utes, my friend. Uh, I like the Utes, Lincoln. Uh, excuse me. Did, did you say Utes? What is it? Yeah. Utes. But they do win this game. I like in Stanford. Uh, Bryce Love is a little bit hobbled. Who knows how much they play? I like Utah. All right. Uh, what do you say, Fig? Oh, yeah. Stanford getting embarrassed last week by Notre Dame. They're back with a vengeance. Give me the Cardinal. All right. Michael. Yeah, give me Stanford on a rebound game. Sam. Play it with Stan the man. All right. There you have it. There is your college picks. Big NFL hour coming up next. Don't go anywhere. All right. That's us. The fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more corn car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. I got a question for you, Link, because uh, we've been all over the place, and obviously a lot of college football. We just did our picks. So we got pro picks coming up. We got Baldy coming up. But let me give uh, let me give you a question. Does basketball return to Seattle? It should should have never left. We're good, you know should've you have ties, yeah. strong ties there. Absolutely, I mean good old days of the Rain Man, GP, Deadlift Shrimp, X Men, Xavier McDaniel. Some good times, man. Um, Seattle is a is a, is a wonderful sports town. I mean, and and it's probably one of the better ones on the West Coast. The way they support their sports. Um, yeah, you see what I, they do for the soccer team. Well, yeah, I mean that's just 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 a few, but I mean, I I think now you know when you you have to approach this cautiously because of course when you right off the top of my head when you say do they deserve or should they should does it return? I think it does and it should, but then you also got to talk about saturating the game or oversaturating the game. You know, do you bring in two teams? You put one in the east, one in the west. Do you you know what I mean? How do you do it? Um, do you take an existing team? I much rather lean to the latter or take an existing team. Um, no offense, but I think Memphis should move. You know, just if they're throwing off the top of my head, because this is the first we talked about it. So, um, I think Seattle deserves a team. They should have a basketball team. You know, it's interesting because it, you know you look at the landscape of sports and you look at Las Vegas and how well the Las Vegas Knights and hockey. I mean, you know, who thinks that? That Vegas becomes such a big hockey uh, hub. Well, I th- I think the excitement of Vegas having sports, because you know the city, it's just a party city. What better way to enjoy your party time than than have professional sports? It should have yeah. been there. Professional sports should have been there a long time ago. I know, I, I, but I got to tell you, I, I, I they this was two weeks ago on an on a college football Saturday. 
You had college football. You had baseball. Mm-hmm. You, you know, it, was, it was a big Saturday you know, weekend in September. And they sold out practice. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. They sold out practice. I mean, that's crazy. That is crazy. But it just goes to show you what new markets and new new opportunities are are there. Yeah, like new lifeblood. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. I mean, when you're talking about you know striking up the, some interest in the game, you put it in a place like Vegas that's been so starved. I mean, you know, for what it's worth, when like places like Memphis and Nashville, they got their sports teams there, in Oklahoma City. You see what see what what happened and the amount of support they've had for them. It's been good for the league. Yeah, it has. I, I you know, again, OKC. I think they're good fans there. Yeah, I agree. I agree, and I think you're Memphis, good fans. A lot tough, of places. It, it's tough. It's tough to, to shame because Memphis is a is a good city. And right. It's it's going through some economic struggles recently. Yeah. And so that's what I think about when you're talking about not necessarily expansion, but necessarily taking a, a market that seems to be either the fire is dying down or I know it does a lot to depress. You know, uh, no, uh, I, uh, I hate to move franchises. Yeah. I'm one of those. Yeah, I just saw, yeah, and and look, Seattle was different. It was about an arena and an yeah, owner, and exactly. That was the that was the problem. I, I agree. With I, I I always loved the Sonics, and I I thought about it with with Golden State playing there and Durant yeah. back there and that whole Seattle things. I mean, Seattle things cool. Yeah, man, it was. It, trust me, man. Back in the day, it was it was a great, great, great atmosphere. Yeah, you were peaking, man. Yeah, you had yeah. you, the Huskies, Huskies were, were eight. doing our thing. We were doing our thing, and, and you and, were and, winning Rose Bowls. Yeah, and we were we were we were like the toast of the town. I used I remember you know hanging up at a there's a park up there called Green Lake uh, that had an indoor gym. I remember playing around with somebody guy, and of course I didn't have no game like those guys did. But you know, just to see just to see Sean Kemp just dunk like he does in a game. This oh, time, really? In, in a pickup wow. game, like ooh, nasty. But it was fun, man. It was a good time. GP was was always a classic. Yeah, GP was, yeah, he's the man. Still is. He's still the man. GP, love GP. The yeah, that whole Seattle thing was cool, and yeah. the, and you were there during the the whole oh, heyday. Yeah, you had a heyday in it. Yeah, I actually, yeah. I actually had a bet. Pearl with, Jam. Yeah. And I was picking, I picked the Sonics against Michael Jordan and the Bulls back then because I was so in love with the Sonics. I was like, <laughs> Oh, that's cool. That's cool, oh, man. Did you meet? Did you? Was Eddie Vedder's a big sports fan? Yes, yes. With Eddie? yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a man. It was, it was, it was a good time, man. It was talking about when you had the the sports collide, and of course the whole movement. You know, you're talking about grunge. I mean. Seattle was just a bank in town back then, man. Yeah, yeah, cool. You know, it's funny. I just read a, a piece about that. There's that movie, A Star is Born, uh-huh. with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. So Bradley Cooper obviously is not a musician, but he's got music, musical skills. Uh-huh. And he went and spent a week at Eddie Vedder's house. Oh, did he? Wow. That's to cool. learn how you know yeah. to learn to learn that world. That's cool, man. I always like those actors that go and 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 study for their roles to try to become a character, right? I, th- yeah, I, think, I think it's, I think it's called method acting or something like that, where you just immerse yourself in the world, yeah, try to become it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, look if you, if you're if you're assigned to playing a, a, a detective, right? Let's go easy detective. You think you know what a detective is until you then. 
go and join one. Yeah, to be, exactly. To, and, and and shadow one to re- the same thing when you write it. You want to you want to you want to know it. Oh yeah. You want to know the material well. You want to sit with people and talk to people about it. Yep. True story. That's the whole thing. All right. So we got a big big uh, weekend ahead of us. We got a big bunch of games. Baldy's going to join us to talk a little NFL and to figure out just who's real after week four. We'll then give you our picks. I, I'm I'm curious to, to what you think when we look at this at this season so far, and it's the height of parity, right? You got when you when you think about where you're at right now, the way you have it, you have can't you have the Chiefs, yeah, who are unbeaten, and then you have. The Cardinals, who are winless, and the Rams right. unbeat. Right. So only two unbeaten teams and one winless team after four weeks. And yeah, we can all say we like Rams and Chiefs, but you know how this league is. Right. This league turns on. It, it always does. It ebb and flow. When you think things are great, and then you you hit a couple of hurdles, and and for what it's worth. You know, going into this weekend, I think, I mean, of course we'll get into more of our picks, but I think that Kansas City coming off a short week, going up against Jacksonville, I like the Jags. Even though I'm not a big Bortles fan, I like the Jags. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out which team is the team that gets hot. Which team, when I'm looking at this, look, Kansas City and the Rams look they're, great. They're, they're there, right there. They're hot right now, right? But there, come November, December, there's going to be a team or two that get really hot and and are the, and going to be the eventual Super Bowl champion. Like you could, you sense it. Now I don't right. know. I mean, it's, you know, sometimes the teams go wire to wire. Well, I I, but, I want, but that's not the way this league has been. Yeah, I I, I think that I think that to, to your point, a hot team. Sort of like we saw last year. Kansas City came out the gate, and then in then the middle of the road, they kind of hit some stumbling box, blocks that made the, the, the season a lot more interesting. Uh, there was one point where both San Diego, uh, Kansas City, not San Diego, the Chargers, the Chiefs, and the Raiders were close to being the top. They were just separated by the game before the Chiefs finally you know, took care of business and, 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 and the other teams didn't. Instances like that. You can probably pick out, as I look at it, you should have some interesting races and – Maybe two, I'm looking two, maybe three divisions. And those those three divisions I'm looking at most are the AFC North, the NFC North, and the NFC South. Okay. And the reason why I say is because I like I'm like you. I I, I like Atlanta, but I need them to get hot. And I just don't know with all the injuries that they had. And the, and, and the stumbling blocks they had, if they could get hot, especially in that division. But if Atlanta gets hot, they can make waves. You see what I'm saying? They can get one of those ones, one of those teams that can that can go on because they got the pieces. Yeah, I agree. I, I, look, Atlanta. I think the Eagles are a team that yeah. can, once they get healthy. Yeah. Well, see, I've already given pretty much the division. I think that you know maybe maybe if Minnesota fi- figures it out, that they're another team that can get hot. That's what I'm talking about on the North. You know. All right. So uh, let me give you this. So. And we have our wager: Atlanta or Mini or or Minnesota makes the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So Falcons have at Steelers two desperate teams, home Buccaneers, home Giants. 
So just say they lose to Pittsburgh. They're one and four, but then they get Tampa Giants, two cupcakes. They're three and four. At Washington, definitely winnable. At Cleveland, winnable. Home Cowboys, winnable. At the Saints, tough game. At the Ravens, tough game. At Green Bay, tough game. Arizona home at at Carolina at Tampa. So they, they still have some wins to reel off. Yeah, they did, and that's why I'm looking at their schedule and saying that that's a team that could get hot and maybe make a run. And a team yeah, that's I, that with the experience and the and the, just the, the overall ability, you know, if they get in the playoffs as a wild card, who knows what happens. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's uh let's do two quick TO. Baldy is coming up and and Baldy's going to give you a lot of good insight on this NFL and where we stand, as well as college. He's at uh, going to ask him what game he's doing today. Since you're doing Pac-12 duty, uh, you're at the where are you at today? You're at the Rose Bowl. Tonight? I'm at the Rose Bowl outside the Rose Bowl. I got duty. Yeah, that's awesome. I got duty. I love it. Duty, duty, duty. We're the fellas. Put the that duty in fellas. Smoke it. <laughs> Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Brought to you by Progressive Insurance. We'll compare rates for you so you get a great deal, even if it's not with us. Saving you time and money. Now that's progressive. Call or click today. Well, I want to know, what does it mean when Geico says 15 minutes could save you 50% or more in car insurance? It means you probably should go to geico.com 15 minutes ago. Hey, we are the fellas. He's Anthony Gargano. I'm Lincoln Kennedy. And we've got our other fella who's on board. 12-year NFL vet, my boy, Ant's boy, NFL network analyst, Brian Baldinger. Good morning, Baldy. What's happening, bro? Good morning, fellas. Wayne, cuz, how you guys doing? Wonderful. Where are you at, man? Where, what you doing today? Uh, I've got a buy in college today ah. because uh, I've got this uh, Kansas City-Jacksonville game tomorrow. Yeah. Ooh. So uh, I couldn't get I couldn't get to where uh, they wanted to send me to Kansas City in time for this game. So oh, I see. I want to miss this one. Yeah, but what you're going to see a great one. You're going to see a great oh. one tomorrow. Huh? <laughs> That's, what, what, what do you make of Mahomes? I, look, I follow you. And all, everybody needs to follow Baldy, man. When it comes to breakdowns, he is the king at Baldy NFL. What do you make of Pat Mahomes, man? What do you make of this kid? That Monday night was ridiculous. Well, like, you know what it's like playing at mile high. Yeah. I mean, I, I never won a game up there. I mean, people, that altitude will jump on you yep. like nobody else. Now, he goes up there, and Von Miller and Shane Ray, they chased him from one sideline to the other sideline all night long. And that, that was the only guy on the field that didn't look like he ever got tired. Yeah. Um, I marked it in that game. They were down 10 with 12.47 to go in that fourth quarter. And I said, this is, this is how we're going to measure Patrick Mahomes right now. We're going to find out. You know, is he just a pinball machine offense right here, or can he really play and lead his team? Well, you know, he led him to two fourth-quarter drives. You know, they overcame second and 30. I mean, they had all kinds of obstacles, and all he did was just make one throw. If you just look at the throws from 12:47 in the fourth quarter to the end of that game, guys, they, that was a highlight yeah. reel all by itself. Forget about the beginning and the first three quarters. He was spectacular on Monday night. It's it's amazing just to, where how he can just make it up as he goes on. I, I some of the things he does, it's wow. Well, you know, because you know, I just said, look, you know, there's so many people out there in the world right now that are trying to take the game of football away from us. That guy, when I watch him play, he makes it like 
I was 10 years old playing football in the backyard with my brother. Because that's how he plays. But he plays with just, I mean, first of all, the talent is the talent. But he just plays like it's just a game. And it's just fun to watch. It makes it fun to watch the game again. Yeah. Do, do you think, let me, you know, there's been times where we've seen, especially the Chiefs last year, it came out hot, then kind of hit a little stumbling block when, when I thought they might have got a little too cutesy with Andy Reid and the play calling. Saw a couple flashes of it uh, on Monday night, but they were able to overcome it. Um, do you think sometimes that Andy Reid becomes his worst enemy when he tries to get a little too creative with all the talent he has? Well, the only thing about that so far, Link, is they, they, they're not turning the ball over. Yeah. I mean, they've got one turnover right now these first four games. You know, and, and Mahomes, he's touched it 252 times. He hasn't fumbled it away, and he hasn't had an interception. Now, that might turn. You, those things kind of come in chunks sometimes. But he's got his ability to kind of just move these chess pieces around. Um, you know, with the different motions, what they do with Tyreek and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it can get too cute, except that it's working right now. And so you keep doing it until it stops working, I think. Yeah. Uh, Baldy, Link and I were just talking about these two teams. We are talking to Brian Baldinger, our man Baldy. Uh, we were just talking about the Rams and the Chiefs obviously look two dominant teams, but it's early. It's four weeks into it. It's the one-quarter poll, and we know things are different two months from now. Give us a couple teams that you might have an eye on that come you know, November, December, they're the teams that will, will could ultimately challenge Kansas City and the Rams. Well, I mean, the Patriots on Thursday night, that's two weeks in a row now they've put it together. And that offense looks like it's going to be scary good because the speed that Gordon and Dorsett have uh, just makes that offense. I mean, Edelman will do what he does and the Gronk, but the speed element and then the running of Sonny Michelle, the left oh, tackle, like Trent him, Brown. Yeah. I mean, that offense is coming together pretty fast, and we've seen this before, but they're going to be a top five not higher before in, in the next two months. How about the, so how about that, the catch? Yeah. How about the catch, Baldy? That, yeah. that he – like, Brady's got no business throwing that ball. Gordon's got no, no business none. catching that ball. And Josh goes <laughs> up and gets it between the two of them. Well, it, it, I mean, it was probably mentioned by Troy, but, I mean, it, it is reminiscent of Randy Moss because he doesn't have a guy like that. A true X yeah. receiver that can just out jump people and outrun them, and you can throw the jump balls. And you know, I mean, he's, he just hasn't had that type of player since Randy retired. So I don't, you know, it's it's early. We know what Josh Gordon has been. We know the demons. If he can keep those in check, because it looks like right now, just two short weeks, that Brady does trust him, and he won't throw it to guys he doesn't trust. I mean, they won't even they're, they're invisible out there. But there is some sort of trust already that exists between the two of them. Well, let me ask you this, so, so we can get off the Kansas City Jaguar. How do you think this one plays out? Something's got to give. Well, I'm looking outside my window in Kansas City right now, Link, yeah. and it's raining. And um, it's supposed to, you know, the weather may impact this thing tomorrow. Now, when I watch Jacksonville, they look like the most, I know they're ranked number one defense, but they look like the most complete defense. They look like they have the best secondary in the league. They look like they have the best linebackers in the league and Miles Jack and Talbot Smith. They look like they have the best defensive front. And when you watch them, they tackle. 
the tackling in this league is at an all-time worst. There's no way to really track it, except when you watch it, you go, this is ugly. It's just ugly. But when I watch Jacksonville, they tackle. And they can take players away. They have taken Gronk away. I think they'll have a game plan for Travis Kelsey. So I think the defense in this game is going to have a big impact. I don't know how Blake Bortles will play, no Leonard Fournette, but I think the score is going to be down, way down in this game. But I give Jacksonville a real, you know, real fighter's chance in Arrowhead in this weather tomorrow. Wow. Baldy with us. I Baldy, a couple games where you have some desperate teams, teams that really need wins. Yeah. Falcons and Steelers. What, what do you make of those two teams? Well, I, I saw Atlanta last week. I mean, they, they've just been gutted. Uh, you know, you lose Deion Jones, who had more tackles than, you know, Luke Kuechly last year. Uh, you lose him, you lose Ricardo Allen, you lose Keanu Neal. Now they've lost uh, Grady Jarrett. For tomorrow's game, I mean, they're just gutted. I, they, defensively, um, they can't stop anybody. Couldn't stop Cincinnati when they had to last week. They're giving up, you know, more points than anybody right now. I, Pittsburgh is a mess, but I don't think they're as the bad a shape as Atlanta right now. Well, let me, the other game, real, real quick, the, the, the other game, the other game, the Vikings and the Eagles, the rematch of the NFC title game. The Vikings really need a win, and the Eagles two and two coming off of a kind of a bad loss against Tennessee, where its secondary really let them down and protection too of Carson. Well, it was bad. I mean, the Eagles have not played well in the trenches this year. They're not getting to quarterbacks. They're not protecting on the back end. I mean, they're not they're not a good team right now, and the Vikings I mean, they'll be without Everson Griffin again, but that that's. That's all right. I mean, they just haven't played well. They haven't played well at all uh, defensively, which is a mystery because it's the same guys that were the number one defensive football a year ago. So uh, both teams are desperate. I, it's time. I mean, I know Carson is Carson, but, man, he got mangled on Sunday, just absolutely mangled in that game by Tennessee. So, But the Eagles do play a lot better at home. I think the energy would be a lot better. I, I think the Vikings' offensive line is just below average. And I think they're going to have Kirk Cousins just running for his life in this game. I, I like the Eagles to win this game and bounce back and kind of stay in this hunt here. Baldy, last one for me. What's wrong with the Texans? <laughs> well, defensively, uh, when you look at them right now, I mean, they just, they're at the bottom of the charts in everything. Uh, offensively, they just haven't put it together yet. The offense line isn't very good. And so they stay in these games. They're in all these games. Uh, but there's a lot of time left. They still have, I mean, you still see Clowney and J.J. Watt these last two weeks still make splash plays. It, the splash plays just aren't turning into game-changing plays yet. And when that happens, that will really give this offense a boost. But, I mean, Deshaun Watson's playing quarterback behind a really subpar offensive line right now, and they're getting beat up front. All right, Baldy, a couple uh, real quick college. Uh, curious at your thoughts. Uh, Notre Dame, Vitek. I know, look, I know they have quarterback issues, Vitek, but it is Black, Blacksburg. It's under the lights. Uh, how about Brian Kelly? One and nine against ranked teams on the road. Do you give Vitek any shot? Yeah, I give him a shot. I mean, they, uh, they pasted Duke, who was undefeated, and uh, they have bounced back since the beginning of the season. 
and it's it's one of the toughest venues in all of college football to play. Uh, I like Virginia Tech in this game. And uh, Red River rivalry, okay. Oklahoma Texas. Texas is back, Baldy. Well, they won four in a row. Sam Ellinger's turned things around since that opening loss to Maryland. But I, I don't know. I don't know how much anybody who's watched Kyler Murray. He's the single most yeah. exciting football player in the country to me. I think the guy could play on some level. I think he could play in the NFL because um, he throws the ball a lot better than what people think. I mean, he's Mike Vick back there right now. Yeah, and yeah. they simply don't have an answer for him. His ability to scramble, extend plays, what he did to Baylor last week was, I mean, he just, they just shredded Baylor. Um, Oklahoma's defense, though, doesn't do anything for me. They, they, they can't stop people either. Uh, but I like, I like this. This Oklahoma offense is a championship-level offense. I think that they prevail today. And uh, the last one, which is really interesting, is uh, LSU in Florida. Which could very well end three <laughs> nothing. Well, if you if you like Smash Mouth and you like defense, that's what you're going to see out there today. You're going to see a ton of NFL players on the field. Uh, I'll take LSU in exactly what you just said. Just you know, <laughs> uh, a game that you should be watching it in black and white with the TV that has you know <laughs> antennas on it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Bobby, enjoy tomorrow, Chiefs. And Jaguars, it's going to be a great one, brother. Miss you, buddy. All right, cuz. Get some of that barbecue for me. Be good, man. Take care. Get get some of that barbecue for me, Baldy. Get some of that barbecue down there for me. I'm hitting it early. I'm hitting the tailgate early. My man. My man. Yeah, it's beautiful. (laughs) The great Baldy, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. We love him. Uh, We're the fellas. That's right. It's time now for the Lord of Trendings. That's right. The one, the only... I know. Good morning, Anthony. Good morning, Lincoln. Let's start with the Major League Baseball playoffs Friday night where the first inning was the charm. Here's a 3-0. Fly ball, left field, well hit, on its way and gone! A two-run home run from Manny Machado. The Dodgers hit three last night. They've hit one here in but the bottom half of the first and lead it two to nothing. Charlie Steiner, the call on AM570 LA Sports. The kid who caught Machado's home run there, by the way, caught it on his 12th birthday. Nice. Oh, that's awesome. Great story. That's right. That's why it's our national pastime, things like that. Clayton Kershaw took it from there, pitching a two-hitter over eight scoreless innings as the Dodgers defeated the Atlanta Braves 3-0 for a 2-0 series lead. In the first inning of Game 1 between the Yankees and Red Sox, J.D. Martinez was at the plate with two on. The pitch. Swing. There's a drive to left field. Back by the wall. Is it high enough? Yes! Three-run homer into the first row of the monster seats. Three-nothing Red Sox. Joe Castiglione the call on WEEI as the Red Sox went on to defeat the Yankees 5-4. It was the Red Sox' fifth straight postseason victory no, uh, over the Yankees. No judge uh, home run to make it 5-4. <laughs> I wired a lot of money into Anthony's Swiss bank account to make this request possible, Susan. I believe that's against the law, John. <laughs> Nevertheless. Swung on and hit in the air to right. Bet's going back, away back on the track. At the wall, she's gone. A judgy in blast. He drives one to right center and out. All rise. Here comes the judge. And it's now a 5-4 ball game. 
We don't have to be in the lead for me to be excited, Susan. <laughs> we were down 18 to nothing once, and somebody had a solo home run, and you almost fell out of the booth, John. Jam Master John Sterling the call on WFAN as the Yankees still lost the game 5-4 to four to the Red Sox. I don't care whether we win or lose, Susan, just as long as someone hits a home run. Earlier, <laughs> probably true. Earlier Friday, the Brewers blanked the Rockies 4 nothing for a 2 nothing lead in their NLDS, and the defending world champion Astros hit four home runs in a 7-2 Game 1 victory over Cleveland. Anthony and Lincoln, back to you. All right, brother. Thank you. As always, you're the best. There Good is stuff, I love. We love them. All right. Uh, we are the fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, and we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Time now, boys. Let's go. A little NFL selections. How worry in the NFL, uh, young it, Triple M? Uh, Ant, you won out 8-5-1. and one. We actually had one push in the Seahawks-Cardinals game. Seahawks won by three on a field goal. Seabass at the, at the buzzer. Seabass. Yep. Yes. I, I, I'm still amazed that he's that in the league. Is three? Yeah, yeah, that was a three. Was yeah, that, yeah, they three. kicked the field goal at the end. Uh Lincoln, you were six, seven, and one. Uh I will say this. Uh uh Ant, you did get the over, but you didn't pick the you picked the Eagles over the Titans. The Titans end up winning that no, game. I told you I wanted the over. That's my selection. Yeah, okay. Oh, well, well I'll give you I'll give I'll give oh, I'll give you the brother. I'll give you so that's what? Nine four what is it now? Nine four one. Okay, week. But I, I I will give you this. Oh, week? I said week. it. I wanted the over. Week. I said it. Really quickly, Ant, you can thank Frank Reich for this one. You picked the Texans, and because Frank Reich went for it, the Texans went down and won the game. So there you go. And Great call, Coach. Uh, yeah, and, and your lock of the week, Ant, Saints over Giants. Yes. Nicely done. Well, look at that. Rolling. What's my NFL record there, uh, Triple M? Uh, you're 33-24-1. Yo, Link. Yo, bro. Yo. You guys, you guys have been doing a lot of differing picks, and that's yeah. why it's it, at some point. Who knows? Maybe it'll even out, and you guys get closer. But Link, you got some catching up today. That's all right. I got work to do. That's what I do. That's what I do. Well, you okay. Good. You want Kyle's this week? Well, that's all right. All right. You ready? No, let's, let's do, do it. it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. This is your your, your week. Buffalo, Tennessee, the Titans, five and a half at Buffalo, Lincoln. Titans going to have a little bit of a letdown. Two physical games the last couple of weeks. I'm not saying they're going to lose. I like the Bills to keep it close, so I'm going to take the Bills with the points. I agree. We, you and I both agree. I like Buffalo with the points. All right. Do, are we all, all of us do it? I don't, I don't know. No, you guys, we've let all you guys right. fly solo because we're right. always short on time I, here. All right. I'm so used to. No, I, I, I believe me. I'd want to make picks, but, yeah, I'll leave it to you guys. Uh, Bengals six over the Dolphins. Link, I'll, mm. I'll go first, and I'll go take Cincinnati. I don't. I just don't believe in these Dolphins. Well, I don't believe in the Dolphins, but I'm still out on the, the, their defense. I wonder if I wonder if Miami can keep it close. I'm a little on the fence. I kind of want to take Miami with the points, even though I just said they're frauds. Um, I, I better stick with. I better stick with my gut. I'm going to take Miami with the points. All right, Baltimore and Cleveland. The Ravens a three-point favorite. Ah, got to go with Baltimore. Lay it. Yeah, I agree. I think they're just playing too good football. Lions and Packers. The Lions a one-point favorite. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm really? not going against Rodgers. I'll take the one and 
take Green Bay. The offense has struggled, even though they're successful. Do they open it up on the road against Detroit? Mm, interesting, interesting. Uh, Packers. Yeah, lay it, Packers. All right, we both have the Packers. Kansas City and Jacksonville, the game that Baldy's at, we were just talking about. It. It's a great game. Chiefs, a three-point favorite at home. As you said, sometimes these hot teams have got to cool off a little bit. Everybody goes through it. I think Jacksonville has the defense to maybe slow them down. I think they have the running game to keep it away. And if the conditions are the way Baldy says, it it goes more for a power running team, I'm going to take the Jags. Yeah, I think you're right. I I will concur and take Jacksonville. Jets and Broncos. Jets a one-point favorite at home. I'm sorry. I, I, I as, bad as, <laughs> as much as I don't like Case Keenum, and I like the kid, but Donald's got to go up against that Bronco defense. Give me the Broncos plus the one. My long shot. I'm going to go with the Jets. I think they find a way to win. Listen, it's a good, it's a good play. It's situationally, yeah. coming off Monday Night Football, yeah. horrible loss, Kansas City. I just can't see Donald beating the Denver Broncos. No, I, the I agree with defense. you. I, I agree with you. And the Jets Pittsburgh, didn't look bad against the Jaguars. So. Yeah, yeah. I just don't think they're very good. Pittsburgh three and a half over the Falcons. I, I got news. I know that Atlanta can't stop anybody, but mm. I'm, I'm going to take the Falcons plus the three and a half, and believe I'm, it's a field goal game. I'm right there with you. I, Pittsburgh, the Falcons can't stop anybody, but neither can Pittsburgh. So I like the Falcons. All right, uh, Giants and Carolina. Last of the early games. Carolina is a six-point favorite right. over the G-Men. Well, Carolina's coming off of a bye. Really interesting to see how Greg Olson is a part of this. I think the, the Giants offense, especially behind that line, is just too inept. I, I like the Panthers. I do, too, except it's a fat line. It is too fat. I, I, I hate to do this because I, I'm not a big fan of this team as far as what they are, but I'm going to take the Giants. I'll take the Giants plus the six. San Francisco and Arizona. The Niners looked pretty credible last week. Yeah. Giving three and a half to Arizona. I think the cards will get off the snide. I'm going with Arizona here. I like. I agree. I like them too. I'm with you. All right. Uh, let's do one more. Let's do the Raiders. You're in L.A. right now. Yeah. I'm going to Chargers, Raiders. <laughs> the Chargers are a five-and-a-half-point favorite against the silver and the black. The Raiders have their issues on secondary on defense. Um Phillip Rivers is, is you know, I know the Raiders beat him last time in the first game of the season last year, but Phillip Rivers normally has his way, especially with all those crossing routes. The only thing that I think is going to slow down this offense is the fact that both of their starting tackles are hobbling, yeah. and I think that helps out because I think Paul Gunther is going to Dallas some exotic blitzes to put some pressure on Phillip Rivers. It's a shame they don't have a pass rusher. True story. Yeah, how about that? Um, novel, uh, novel argument there, Cuz. Thanks for Pointing it out. I'm going to kick my dog while we're here, too. No, um, and, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take the Raiders with the points. All right. Uh, I agree. I, I Oh, no. I, I have the Chargers. You have the so Chargers, yeah. yeah. I'm going to take the Chargers. I'll lay it with uh, with Rivers. I just think 
I just don't trust that, that Raider defense. Yeah, I, I watch them all the time. I, I, <laughs> they're, they're, look, the, the, Gruden comes in. They're, he's going to rebuild, and he's taking a step back to do that, don't you think? Uh, well, yeah. Got to draft whatever <laughs> you want to refurbish. Yeah, however you want to, however you want to phrase yeah. it, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll come back. Still a couple more games to go, including the rematch of the NFC title game and the Battle of Texas. We're the fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, right here on Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> Welcome back, fellas. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano. By the way, I will tell you, I love Thursday night football. Do you? It's so much better. Been some good games. Well, having having Troy and Joe doing it, I, I love that. I know you don't care about announcers, but it just feels so much bigger. Well, good. Glad you glad they experienced it for you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get back to our NFL selections. <laughs> <laughs> such a great like backhand. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah well, okay. Pat me on the head. I'm glad, glad you enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, four twenty-five Eastern, one twenty-five Pacific. The unbeaten Los Angeles Rams head to Seattle. They're a seven and a half point favorite, a healthy favorite over the Seahawks, Lincoln. I know, I know this offense has been lights out. I know they've been playing to a T. Seattle, this crowd, the atmosphere is a neutralizer. I think Rams win. I like Seahawks to keep it close. I'm taking the Seahawks with the points. I'm gonna go Rams. Uh, as much as I, you know, it's hard to play up there, and and Earl Thomas, no Earl Thomas, yeah. finger, no finger. <laughs> that was the I gotta tell you. <laughs> Look, I know it got personal with the contract oh, yeah. and the whole thing. <laughs> I love Earl Thomas to death. I do. Like what you know, at some point in your life. Wouldn't you love to give two middle fingers to your employer? <laughs> Certainly. All right. Like your clueless employer, right. you'd love to give two middle right. fingers too. All right. So here's to you, Earl Thomas. Give me the Rams. Eagles, Vikings. The Eagles, a three-point favorite over the Vikes. Rematch of the NFC title game, Lincoln. Vikings defense just doesn't look the same or like we expected them to. I think that's good for the Eagles and their offensive struggles. I like the Eagles. Yeah, man, you nail it. That offensive line cannot run the ball. The Eagles are really good against the run, which right. means they're going to have to throw it. Cousins are going to have to throw, 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 and can they protect long enough? I'll take I'll take Wentz. I'll take Wentz and the Eagles minus the three. I think it's a close game, and I think it's going to be high scoring. But I think the Eagles will leak it out and win by four. <laughs> All right, the Sunday nighter, the Battle of Texas. Houston and Dallas. The Texans, three-and-a-half-point favorite over the Cowboys. Cowboys found Zeke, knew how to run them, but Texas are good against the run. Something's got to give here. I think Texas find a way to eke it out. I like Texas. I love the Texans. 
You sure that's, that's not just your cowboy hate? of the week. Cowboy that? hate? That's not just cowboy, cowboy no, hate? No, it's a matchup. It's, okay. I love this matchup. <laughs> I love the Texans. Load up on the Texans. Give the three and a half. You'll thank me. And then, of course, Monday Night Link. <clears throat> Washington, <clears throat> New Orleans. The Saints, a six-point favorite over Washington. Boy, that's right. At home. Damn. Redskins it's at tough home. Tough game, isn't it? Tough game. Drew Brees breaks the record. He's going to throw for 1,000 yards in this game. Um, they find a way to come back after the two-row losses, so I like the I like the Saints here. But you know what? That line is too Six big. Six points, too fat. It's too fat. I, I yeah. kind of like Washington with yeah. the points. I got I got to take Washington with the points. Right? I was saying the same thing. I, I think it's just got to take Washington with the points. It's too fat for the Redskins. Yeah, I'm with you. The Thursday night game next week, by the way, the Eagles at the Giants. Mm, we don't have a line of so just have to pick them. I think the Eagles yeah. win. Yeah. That's a uh, that's going to be an interesting game. It will be. Short week. Eagles yeah. playing a very physical game, you know, against the Vikes. But the offensive woes for the Giants is, are strong. Yeah, again, I don't know how I, I, they have to protect. Yeah. yeah. They, they, can't, and, and they have to protect. I'll tell you one thing though. Barkley's sensational. Oh yeah. Well, we well you knew, you knew it. Yeah, no, you know, no, no, he was the, yeah. he was the he was the lock of locks. But yeah. I, I I have to tell you, I I I just enjoy this. I know people complain and and we nitpick over flags, but I I love this sport. There's so many great young players. I I, I mean, watching Gurley and watching golf and why and I, like I love watching Barkley. Yeah. The quarterbacks are are so much fun to watch. Like it, it, it this. I mean, the sport's great. Oh, it, it, it has been it's fun to watch. Great. I'm it sorry. Is. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. It has it's, been fun to watch. It is. All right, so you have a double duty. I do. You're right off to, now off to, to Pasadena. Off to Pasadena in the Rose Bowl, yep. and then you got Raiders Chargers. Stop up with Brent tomorrow. Yep. It'll be all Raider fans. That's oh, of course. I got to believe. It is Los Angeles. Yes, it'll be all Raider fans. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. Enjoy your weekend. Fellas are out. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.